you in New Orleans. Good morning, and welcome to the 28th year of the Three Tailgaters Show on 1061 Nash Icon and at NashFM1061.com. The Three Tailgaters Show is presented by CrescentCitySports.com, the best sports site in Louisiana. The Three Tailgaters Show is also presented by the Allstate Sugar Bowl, representing the best of amateur athletics. And by Francesca's by Katie's in New Orleans, serving up St. Louis-style food with a New Orleans flair. The Three Tailgaters are also brought to you by Lamarck Ford and Lamarck Lincoln, by Lifegate Church in Metairie, by Rhino Shield Mid-South, Bergeron Automotive in Metairie, by Premier Automotive throughout the New Orleans area, John Curtis Christian School in River Ridge, Life Resources Ministries, and by the RNL Carriers New Orleans Bowl. Promotional consideration is provided by Central City Barbecue on South Rampart Street, Venezia Restaurant on North Carrollton Avenue, Two Tony's Restaurant at West End, Fury's Restaurant in Metairie, Perrin's Restaurant in Harahan, Reginelli's Pizzeria with locations throughout the metro area, Ye Olde College Inn on Carrollton Avenue. Messina's at the Terminal and Runway Cafe at Lakefront Airport. By Copeland's of New Orleans and Kenner at the Esplanade Mall. Desi Vega's Seafood and Steakhouse in Metairie. Chateau Cafe with locations in New Orleans and Kenner. Moe's Pizza in West Wego. Hooters Restaurants in Metairie and Gretna. Geo's Pizza and Spaghetti House in Metairie. Hobnobber Cafe in Metairie. Fat Boy's Pizza on Metairie Road by Sirio's Pull Boys in Delhi on St. Charles Avenue, by That's Amore Pizzeria in Metairie, Bears Pull Boys on Causeway Boulevard at Metairie Road, Fury's Restaurant on Martin Berman in Metairie, and by Sunray Grill on Belchase Highway in Gretna. Now, here are your hosts of the Three Tailgaters Show, Ed Daniels, Sports Director of WGNO and WNOL, CrescentCitySports.com and the Clarion Herald, and Cumulus Radio New Orleans Sports Director Ken Trahan of CrescentCitySports.com, the Saints Hall of Fame Museum, the Greater New Orleans Quarterback Club, Life Resources Ministries, and the Kenner Star. And a pleasant good morning and welcome to another edition of the Three Tailgaters Show here on Nash Icon 106.1 FM and on the World Wide Web at NashFM1061.com. Our tune-in app available anywhere on the web for you to listen in around the world. You can also catch our podcast following the show through CrescentCitySports.com. And uh, make sure you do so no matter where you're at. You can always listen back to what you missed or listen back to what you liked. Of course, you can also listen at home via Alexa. Just tell her to play WRKN or Nash Icon 106.1 FM. You can also email us. It's ed at WGNO.com, Ken at CrescentCitySports.com, or you can call the show. It's 504-260-1061. That's 504-260-1061. We originate live from Francesca's by Katie's at 515 Harrison Avenue in Lakeview, where the doors open at 11, and the food will start smelling really good really soon, and you need to be here and partake in that and enjoy it as well. I am quite certain that you will if you do here at Francesca's by Katie's 515 Harrison Avenue in New Orleans. Of course, we've been having our original prep football report show here on Friday nights on eight stations across the state and here on 106.1 FM on Friday nights for a few years now. And our first night this year is September 1st, which is a Friday night, of course. And we'll have Jude Young and Les East coming out and 
Our first night this year will be Brother Martin night on Friday night, September the 1st, here at Francesca's by Katie's. Edward H. Daniels. Mr. The Hilton, third. The third. Mr. Hilton, how are you? Good morning to you. Fantastic. How are you? I'm doing fine. My co-host at WGNO and CrescentCitySports.com. And, of course, 106.1 FM and the Clarion Herald. Good to see you. Good to see you. Uh, it's a beautiful sweater you're wearing there. I'm not going to say anything else about it. But it's, well, about, it's about all I'm going to say about it. Here's, so. here's why I wore it today. Yeah. Okay? Because we're going to find out very soon in the offseason if the, if the owner is serious about winning. Okay? Yeah, you got that right. And we're, we're going to find out, and, uh, and I'm looking forward to it. Yeah, me and, too. Because and if, you know what? Right. Got to move on from some people, not only on the field, but, but in the dugout and in the front office. And, and uh, you know. Yeah, I agree it, 100%. It, move on. I'm, I don't want to hear about it anymore. Okay. The manager, the pitching coach, got to go, both yeah. of them. Sorry, yeah. I'm not an advocate of firing people, but they're just not yeah. up to the you know, not up to and, the and look, They're not up look, to the task. And look, I'm watching the All-Star game and Rand, Randy Arozarena and – Adolis Garcia. Adolis Garcia are in the outfield for the American League. Well, what, a, what about the fine pitcher from Arizona? Yeah. So. Oh, yeah. Zach Gallen, no yeah. doubt. So Sandy well, Alcantara. I'm, Alcantara's I mean, look, not I'm, bad. Yeah, sure. I'm, 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 I'm just tired of it, okay? Yeah. And, um, you know. Sandy Alcantara, you got Marcelo Zuna for him. You got him for a few months. That was great. <laughs> you know, Randy Rosarini, you got Matthew Liberator for him. That was yeah. brilliant. Well, you know. Look, yeah, that's great. Well, good. I, look, I, I know the Texas Rangers have a good team, but if you yeah, don't do. think leadership matters, matters Bruce, Bruce Bochy oh. is a tremendous yeah, yeah, and, and he's one field of the boss. And you know what he has to say about analytics? Forget it, okay? Yeah, he's forget just about a great it. manager. Right. Oh, by the way, the Rangers are hot after Jordan Hicks. I How wonder, did any, I analytics why. work for Billy Bean? I don't know. I wonder why they're after Jordan Hicks. Mike Maddox would be their pitching coach. Hello, just saying. Yeah. But it's all good. Scott yeah. Craig's the other voice. Of course, the, yeah. the chef, proprietor, everything here at Francesca's yeah. by Katie's. How you doing, Scott? Yeah, we start talking about the Cardinals. It's, well, you know, it gets. Me we're gonna move on from that up. fast. I can gets assure you. Gets me a little yeah. wild. Yeah, I thought it might. I thought it might. Yeah, so let's just let's just move on. And you, you know what? Hey, we look, are. You know, I. Uh, we're gonna do that. I was, uh, you know, I just uh, thinking about all the good times and and hopefully uh, this too shall pass. Right. Well, listen, we we're loyal. We went anyway what, two weeks ago, and right, yeah. it's still a wonderful experience. It's still a wonderful place. Yeah. The fans are phenomenal. The setup is great. The stadium's still great, and the team is not. And yeah. and there are many many reasons for that. It's a complete and total failure on their part. Complete and total. And I got news for you: these, these other teams in their division are getting better. No. Reds are going to be around for a while. They just gave David Bell a three-year extension. Cubs are getting better. Cubs are getting better, and David Ross has done a good job. And all credit to them. Uh-huh. And you know the Pirates are better, and they got good young players. They're getting better, and the Brewers, of course, are, have you know been out at the top, and their pitching's good. So sure. You better, you better ramp it up, and you better do it quickly. And I know Mason Wynn will probably be there very soon now if they trade to Young, which I would expect they would. And that's the right way to go. Are they going to trade Arenado? I don't know. That's a great question because both Nolan Gorman and Jordan Walker are third basemen. Yeah. So, to me, if you're I, not a threat to win it in the next year or two, I would trade him, even though I he's absolutely he's would. one of the top three players in the National League. He's had a phenomenal year. Yep. He's a great guy, but they promised him everything in the offseason to get him to, to opt in and stay. And what do they do? They did absolutely nothing 
to improve their team other than signing a catcher for $87 million, who now you say can't catch. So, I don't know. It's all good. You know, what can I tell you? And Herrera's better. Herrera's, Herrera's, be- Herrera's better. a better catcher. He is. He's you know? getting better. Kisner hits two home runs in a game yeah, yeah. the other day. Whatever. But God bless him. All right. So, we're here at Francesca's 515 Harrison Avenue in Lakeview, and we're here until noon. And, of course, your calls. If you can't make it, we want you to be here. But if you cannot, 504-260-1061. And, you know, we've got to dispense with the most important things. Right off the bat. What's for lunch? Well, no, that's the second most important okay. thing. I think I'm going to have a salad today. Okay. Well, the, the salads are incredible, well, by the way. Salad's good. Pizza's good. Sandwich salad. is good. Yeah, salad. No. Listen to him. He's going to stop <laughs> yeah, you cold this, there. The salads are good. He's not, okay, okay so, so that or the burger. What do you think, Scott? Oh, man, the burger's so good. You know what I had? Burger is good. I one of Katie's a, is good. I just had one last week. I had, you know, we have a grade one turkey. I mean, it's okay. a great turkey. So I just had a turkey on French. With mayonnaise Good stuff, huh? yesterday, yeah. and I ate on it all day long. You sl- slammed it, huh? Absolutely delicious. Well, I had yeah. a, I took Jude Young and Lenny Van Gilder and Ryan Manali and Father Brown from Jesuit over to Katie's last yeah. week and had a wonderful it time. They loved every every well. bite of it. It was really good, and they missed seeing you, but it's good to be there nonetheless. Where was I, St. Louis? You were in St. Louis, yeah, yes. That's St. right. That's where you were. Fortunately, so, the birds were out of town. They were out of town. town so you didn't, didn't have to suffer to through it, yes. Because uh-huh. I would have gone. I understood. <laughs> All right, so most important thing, food's the second most important. The most important thing is wishing happy birthday to two very, very special ladies. It's my wife's birthday. Your wife's birthday already passed. It did, huh? Okay, but yeah. if you can say it anyway. Well, that's all right. I happy mean, it belated was, birthday, happy, Robin. Yeah, that was yeah. a long time ago. It was okay. about six months ago. Mine was two weeks ago. But it's, well, always, was, it's always good to... Uh, his was eight days ago. Right. Mine was 16 days ago. When is your wife's birthday? Well, mine is July 13th. His is July 21st. And Stephanie's is July 16th. July 16th is Stephanie Craig. And now, happy birthday to Denise Trahan and to... Gina Winters, okay? Oh, well, so, happy birthday. Denise and Gina, both celebrating I'm birthdays. next week. How about that? We're all at the same time. i tell you so what, I, Denise, I know you, Denise Tran, patience yeah. of Job. Patience I mean, of Job. She's beyond, beyond jo- patient, okay? Job, yes. Job is impatient compared to her, okay? <laughs> she, just she, put it that way. She's so relaxed and so easygoing that well, sometimes I poke her poker to make sure she's Well, on, you know what? Let me tell you what. That's she a, is. That's a survival skill. Yeah, it really is, a, but you know her... Very, very well. That's so, a survival skill. She's she's good at it. She's awfully good, isn't yeah, she? Yeah, she's a terrific lady. Unbelievable. Happy birthday. Love you. Happy birthday, Gina. We all love you, and I know Scott thinks the world of you. Yes, and, I do. And, John, you know, you, you put up with John. So, I mean, that's <laughs> yeah. good luck with that. Oh, wow. Stephanie puts up with me. <laughs> well. What does that say for us, boys? <laughs> I don't know, man. I think we're pretty fortunate. We're all That's lucky. my yeah, We I, all I, it, you know, the, the, it says the yeah. we outkicked the coverage. Right. Now you do know that Denise and Gina went to Cabrini together. They graduated uh, together. They're classmates from way back when and wow. everything wow. else and just wonderful wonderful people. Steph went to Corier Zoo in St. Louis. Corier Zoo in St. Louis. There you go. Huh? Across the street from what, Sam's what, Steakhouse. Which uh, which so high good. school did uh, Stepanovich go to? Stipo? Which one did he go to? Uh, the big guy Missouri played. Center. It, I don't know. It the was, big Missouri uh, Center. What, what high school did Stipo go to? Was it St. Louis High? I don't no, know. No, Tell no. me. Was it, uh, you got to look it up now. I have, I have to look it up. Catholic schools. I don't know. I have to look it up. Steve, the one out by Chris's Steakhouse. Uh, if my cousin was here right now, he would tell me. Yeah, my, it's way up no, it's there. on Lindbergh. Yeah. On Lindbergh, okay. No, because he and I stay in Clayton yeah. all the time. So. Stepanovich. Let's see where. Okay. Desmet. Desmet. There you go. Smet. There you go. 
uh, just met. Got it? Okay. okay. So happy birthday to the girls, and love you, appreciate you. See you soon. All those good things. And, of course, John's probably on the field for, like, they, I think – you know, when you work for Bonice, I think it's four days or something like that. So yeah, they work hard. Oh my goodness! Uh, I, joke, I joke about it, but I'll I'll actually see they Mark are later. So lucky to have I'll see Norris. Mark later you on know today. What a great coach, John Norris is. John's fantastic. He's I awesome. Mean, he's a he's a wonderful. He's a great coach and a better guy. Just a really he good is, person. Yeah. He's an outstanding. I love him. Football coach, uh, level, strong, principled, good teacher, yep. the whole deal, and. He's fortunate to have Gina, and I'm incredibly fortunate to have Denise. And you're fortunate to have Stephanie, Stephanie. and Ed's fortunate to have Robin, and we're fortunate to be at Francesca's by Katie's, and you're fortunate to be listening to us, I hope. And therefore, you can call us at 504-260-1061. There you go. I hope, I, was, I hope that was a good segue. Did that work well or not? I yeah, I, except cool. for the last part about them being fortunate to listen to us. The jury, <laughs> the jury is still out on that. I mean, Best come show on, on the air, guys. Let's, let's not get carried away, please. Okay. okay? All right. So All right, good. They're, they're both listening now, so we'll repeat it for like 30 seconds. Love you. Love you. Both of you, Denise, Gina. Keep being who you're being because you're awesome. Doesn't get any better than that. Except for Stephanie and Robin. So Robin just have to make sure that got to make sure we all co- of the patient. Women. It's four bases. It's baseball. Four we got to cover them all. And First, second, third, runs. and home. We we hit a grand <laughs> slam, right? We got four. Oh, there boy. you go. It's it's, oh, it's out guys, of the ballpark. I know, I know, you guys are you guys have Swing, a PhD. A one and a left. You guys have it a PhD. It could be. You guys have it a PhD is. in sucking up. I know that. <laughs> yeah. Both of you guys. Jeez. Geez. Yeah, I'm real. You guys good are at embarrassingly it. bad. Yeah, I'm okay? real good at it. That's embarrassingly bad. So you happy? You, like your first night of the year, you got Brother Martin night on September first. Is that oh, all good? Oh man! Are you so Gina's me? listening right now. So, so Gina's going to be the captain I was so of making sure year. that she gets Francesca's filled. Okay, she will on uh, September the first. So there's your charge, Gina. Brother Martin night. Mark Bonis is committed. I'm to excited that, so. about that. What a great way to kick off the year. There you go. Yeah. Okay, I just wanted to let you know. I'm going to bring the fights on. In, in December, I'm going to see the Blues, so I won't be here one Saturday, okay? Did you hear me? Say it again. In December, I won't be here. I'm going to see the Blues, okay? You're going to sing the Blues, okay? I'm going to see the Blues. I have not, I have not ever in my lifetime heard you sing the Blues, and I'm extremely happy that I have I'm going not. to see the Blues. Well, you're going to see, you're going to see who? Uh, blues hockey. Uh, BB King, no. The Blues. Uh-huh. The Blues. I'm going to I'm see the Blues. Just kidding. I know you're going to see. But man, they were the bad blues. last year too. Yeah, yeah, they were bad. If yeah. you want to see a good team in that city, it's you like, go see St. Louis City. Go see the soccer was, team. Right? Soccer team. They're yeah. good. They sell out every game. Yeah, you I mean, can't get amazing. a ticket. The Blues win the, the, the cup and then dismantle the team, pretty much. Pretty much. Well, that's the way it goes in the NHL. You can't it's afford guys after a while. That's what happened with the, yeah. with Tampa, the Bay, Hacks. Tampa Bay had that run. Jay Ory's been working for them for several years now, and he's a great friend. They had that incredible run. And they were still playoff team this year, but it catches up with you at some point. Yeah, it's hard to sustain. They yeah. upset that level a bunch of, of teams to get there. Yeah, they did. They beat the Bruins, who were better than they were. Yeah. So that was a great the hack run. What about the hacks? What about them? Uh, the hacks. The hacks. Oh, whatever. Black that's a great. Hacks. That's a great rivalry. We went to that. Did you go with me? That that. The that Hawks I don't think blues. you did. Hawks and the Blues. Yeah. Yeah, I've been to a Hawks. Blues yeah. Game. Oh yeah. Uh, uh, Kashif took me to a to a game in St. Louis, and it was. That those those people get after each other. They do not like each other. I thought it was pretty interesting. Yeah, we well, like each other of, in baseball either. Speaking of Kashif, because Denise is listening right now. Anyway, too, normally Ed and I stay at his hotel uh-huh. in Clayton, right, the Hampton. Yep. 
Clayton, we love it there. It's, it's a great location. It's perfect. He treats us fantastic. We love doing it. Of course, his wife, Colleen, is the best. But they're undergoing renovations right now. So yes, they have five they floors. they got four floors that are being renovated. So they have very, very few rooms. So we were going there, and we were going to stay somewhere else, and they absolutely wouldn't let us. They kept demanding that we stay with them in East yeah. Well, so we did. We actually went and stayed with them. In that's Creek wonderful. Ford. I'd have, I'd let and Denise stay wonderful. with me, but that's I wouldn't let you, you stay with me. That's very kind of you, man. I, I would appreciate you. I mean, we had y'all over after the hurricane, but I, and I told Denise she was welcome to stay, but you weren't. So, Scott, here's a, here's a true story. And we, of course, when we were in college, we drove to St. Louis, Ed and I and, and Odell Bryant, who went to high school with us, and Rommel. We went to St. Louis. We were going to spend an entire week there, uh-huh. and we saw a baseball game every day. In those days, you wow. could afford to pay and watch a game every day because yeah. the pricing was so far different each and every day. I mean, it was unbelievable. So, and oh, by the way, go to a game for ten bucks. We went to seven games. This is a true story. They lost the first game in extra innings, and they won six in a row. And we attributed it to ourselves. We thought it was that great easy. Great managing. It was great seven, managing. Great managing. They played that. seven days in a row. Seven days seven in a row. Days we went to every row. game. Went to every game. So as you know, as relatives are there, and they fed us like crazy. I gained about seven pounds. That between I, that, I was and, up. I was up ten in a week. Yeah, between that and and <laughs> oh, consuming yeah. beverages, it was yeah. probably a See, seven to I, ten I pound the, week. I had I had the best thing ever though. Okay, yes. I would I when I when I would go up there during the summer, I'd tell my aunt. I'd get up in the morning and say, "Fran, I need two bacon sandwiches and a carton of orange juice." Okay, and that's what I would have, and then. Then you start eating. Then at then at night you eat pasta, and then you eat Italian yeah. cookies, and then all of a sudden you 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 like you come home. The like, cumulative effect uh, is the incredible. The cumulative effect is none of your clothes fit, but you sure had a good time. So we're staying in the hotel. We stay in two or three different hotels. We visit his relatives all the time and so forth. But this is true now, and he may not recall this, but Odell does, and of course I do too. Oh, okay. Which is he talked in his sleep. Oh yeah. And talking in his sleep. <laughs> Here's, here's, here's the thing that stood out, and Odell still says this. Odell's like a head waiter at Commanders and has been for many years. He says, he always remembers this. He said, in the middle of the night, all of a sudden he's hearing, third baseman, A.T. Cruz. <laughs> he's doing the PA announcing for the Cardinals. For the Cardinals, yeah. And, he, and he's coming up well, with a lousy third baseman as his guy that he's yeah. signing. A.T. Cruz. Uh, he's not Jose, I can assure you of that. But no that was his brother. But yeah. that's what Odell remembers, and... It's true because I woke up too. I'm like, yep. what the heck is that? Is well, well, Am I, I in the stadium? I was. I was. I was. Was ready it Mike to, Schmidt? I was ready. Can't understand. I was Cruz. ready. I mean, in the middle of the night, I was ready to go to Bush Stadium. Okay. I, I mean, ready. if you're going to pick a third baseman at well, that time, you should have picked, picked Ken Reitz. It doesn't matter. Now, if you want to go in historical Reitz. fashion, Kenny Boyer you know, Ken or Boyer. Scott Rowland or Nolan Arenado. Ken I mean, Boyer, giant home run in the '64 World Series. The Yankees. Incredible. Matt Carpenter. Matt Carpenter. Carpenter. It was yeah. a good one, too. Listen, the Yogi Berra documentary was great. And Mike Shannon. Really, Mike Shannon. The Yogi, docu- Yogi Berra documentary was great. Didn't see it yet. I can't wait for it. On the Hill, the house was there. It was great. We went to the yeah. theater to see it, and it was wonderful. I would highly recommend that. Really good. And enjoyed it immensely. I don't go that much, but in the last year, I went to see the Jesus Revolution. That was really good. Went to see The Sound of Freedom. Uh, just a compelling you got to be able to handle it. It's tough, but it was really good and true story. And then, where? of course, Sound of Freeman. Yeah, where did you see it? I saw that one at Elmwood. Yeah. Saw the Jesus Revolution twice, once in town and then once with our son when we were in Austin, and then saw the Yogi Berra documentary at the Kenner Grand Theater. So 
Get out occasionally to do that. Enjoy it. And I want to go see Oppenheimer. But Oppenheimer's, I want to see it too. It's yeah, long too. though. I mean, it's yeah. a very long film. It's like it's three hard hours. It's in right now. Too. It's three hours. And yeah, right. well, right now, if you go to a theater, I mean, they're selling out Sound of Freedom. The, the numbers are off the charts between Barbie, Sound of Freedom, and then I'm gonna Oppenheimer. Pa- I'm going to pass on Barbie. I'm, I'm going to miss the Barbie. I, I thought I'm going to miss I don't the Barbie, have any but pink, I'm going to see Oppenheimer. I have no pink to wear, so I'm not going to see Barbie. <laughs> So, even though my no, name is Ken. I'm not going to see Barbie. Oh, well, I mean, there's no comparison, <laughs> though. Let's try not to make that comparison, please. I really want to see Sound of Freedom. My wife is like Barbie, okay? And well, I'm she Ken, is, so but you aren't Ken. Well. You, no, you, she you doesn't are even Ken, have to have but you're hair. not that Ken. Okay? Yeah, and Gina, Gina's Barbie. She's got the blondish hair, so that's all good. We got Barbie covered, so I don't have to go. Okay. Is no that good? Barbie. I got you. Are we done? Cool. Yeah. Ready to talk sports? Let's do yeah. it. 504-260-1061 is the number to call to join in the conversation. We will be back, and yes, all these uh, texts love you guys. Thank you. Thanks for making Gene and I feel loved and special on our birthdays, all that kind of stuff. That's neat. There you go. Yeah. It's all worthwhile. Smiles. Back in just a moment to talk Saints, Saints, and Saints. No, we'll talk LSU, Tulane. We'll talk everything in sports. Uh, and let's talk a little Sean Payton, too. We'll do that as well. Glad you're oh, with boy, us on sure. this Saturday morning. Ken Ed and Scott from Francesca's 515 Harrison Avenue in Lakeview. Back in just a moment here on Nash Icon 1061 FM and at NashFM1061.com. When the final horn blows at the Allstate Sugar Bowl, the action is just beginning as another jam-packed year of Sugar Bowl activity lies just ahead. With over 55 annual events, including all Louisiana high school state championships, the Sugar Bowl support of amateur athletics adds up to big fun and big dollars for our economy. From the Crescent City Classic to lacrosse, sailing, basketball, and more, the Sugar Bowl has something for most everyone. For more on the great things the Sugar Bowl is doing, log on to AllstateSugarBowl.org. Sponsored by Allstate, Taco Bell, and Dr. Pepper. If you want to be treated right, you go to Bergeron. Bergeron will give you the best deal. You just know you can trust these people. They're from here. They get me. You know, buying a car doesn't have to be a scary experience. It's anything but a Bergeron. Everybody knows that. Everybody. I grew up with a Bergeron. I went to school with a Bergeron. This is the fourth car I've bought from here. That makes me a Bergeron. I'm a Bergeron. I'm a Bergeron. I'm a bourgeois. Get out of here. I'm a Bergeron. Everybody knows a Bergeron. Bergeron Automotive on Veterans in Metairie. You could throw your flip-flop at a bug. Ew, a bug, get it. But the chances of actually hitting it... Oh, over there! ...are statistically... It's still alive. Unlikely. Good thing nature's got your back. Stem bug killers combine powerful active ingredients found in plants, like lemongrass and geraniol, and scientifically engineer them into effective bug-fighting formulas, safe for use as directed around people, pets, and throughout the home. Stem. Rooted in nature. Optimized by science. My friend and I are taking a trip to Mexico this year, but neither of us speak Spanish. So we downloaded Babbel and started learning Spanish fast. Want to start getting conversational in another language in as little as three weeks? Babbel's quick 10-minute lessons were designed by language experts to be the most efficient and effective way to learn a new language. ¿Cómo te llamas? ¿Cómo te llamas? Babbel, language for life. Celebrating 10 million subscriptions sold. Now try Babbel for free at Babbel.com. That's B-A-B-B-E-L dot com. 
AM radio provides always-on news, sports, talk, traffic, and weather reports. And it's also a vital service that provides important emergency information when your community needs it most. Tell Congress you need AM radio to stay in your car. Because when cell phones and the Internet are down, this free emergency service is critical. Text AM to 52886 and tell Congress we need AM radio in cars. Message and data rates may apply. You may receive up to four messages a month, and you may text STOP to STOP. This message furnished by the National Association of Broadcasters. Oh, 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 O'Reilly. O'Reilly Auto Parts' new Brake Best Select Pro brand raises the bar for the best aftermarket domestic brake pads and rotors available. For vehicle-specific friction formulations, quiet tech noise-canceling shims, and stainless steel hardware, choose Brake Best Select Pro. Professional-grade brakes from the professional parts people at O'Reilly Auto Parts. Oh, 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 O'Reilly. Auto Parts. This radio commercial was made to convince you to stop speeding. We can't use siren sound effects on the radio, so we'll use other equally jarring sound effects to get your attention. Like telling you that whether you drive a little over the speed limit or a lot, you can crash just the same. You could hurt yourself or worse, others. I'm at the scene of the collision. And the damage you cause will be beyond repair. See, we didn't have to use crash or siren sounds after all. Speeding catches up with you. Paid for by NHTSA. Just tuning in? We're just getting started with the Three Tailgaters Show on 1061 Nash Icon, NashFM1061.com, and through CrescentCitySports.com. What are you waiting for? Call 504-260-1061 to talk all sports all the time. Now back to Ken Trahan and Ed Daniels. And Scott Craig with us. We're live from Francesca's by Katie's at 515 Harrison Avenue. In Lakeview, and we hope you will come join us when the doors open at 11 a.m. to imbibe in some great food and drink. And, of course, always a pleasure when you do, and always a pleasure when you call if you cannot make it, 504-260-1061. Sean Payton has apologized publicly for his comments regarding Nathaniel Hackett, and, and for that matter, the entire Denver Broncos organization. Comments that he made to USA Today earlier this week so i've talked about it on our shows this week i know ed wanted to get into it and just a quick recap of my take initially i believe that the things that he said were basically all true start there but for him to say what he said was completely out of bounds in my estimation and inappropriate i think Uh, you're throwing your own organization under the bus, including your current general manager, who was the general manager that put that team together last year. Aside from the criticism of the coaches and the fact that you've infuriated a whole bunch of people in the process, and you're trying to gain favor in a place that you just went to in the first place in a very tough division with a team that didn't do much of anything a year ago. Mm -hmm. So, again, my take, simple. What he said was true. I think all those things were accurate. But he uh-huh. should never, and I, in my opinion, and again, my opinion, he should never mm-hmm. have said those things publicly. So why did he do that? Mm-hmm. Well, I think twofold. I don't think he's trying to make himself look good, although some would say, yeah, he's setting himself up to look good based, by, based on comparison. Mm-hmm. But I do think that he was doing it to, to try to motivate his own people and to try to get Russell Wilson yeah, I motivated. I don't know Russell that he thinks Wilson, Wilson is confidence. good enough. I really, I don't know that he honestly believes that Russell Wilson is all that. That said, no. that was my take on it. So now you guys go ahead, Ed. Well, uh, first of all, look, 
Sean Payton's a terrific coach. He's one of the best in the NFL. Maybe. I, I think well, he's I think one, he is. I think he is. I think he's one of the I best agree. coaches in the NFL. I think he's a terrific head coach. But part of his part of his along with that comes uh, an ego that sometimes is is enlarged. Yep. And uh, and I think that's what happened here. But uh, look, I I hope he has success. Uh, that'd be great if they played the Saints in the Super Bowl. That, w- that would be an incredible story. But um, it'd be an incredible story. But you know, but the also look the, the the flip side of this is from a from an achievement standpoint. Mm-hmm. Coaches who have a lot of success in one place and win a championship. Mm-hmm. You know, for the most part, do not go somewhere else and win a championship. Uh, that's been uh, that's been a, um, I, and I think it's going to be hard. I think he's on, I think he's on the wrong side of of the uh, of the ledger here in the NFL right now because all the good quarterbacks in the AFC, including the best Mahomes and a guy who's really good who just got a giant contract in Justin Herbert. So, you know, I'd, I'd slow my roll a little bit, you know. If, if you're good enough and you get it done and Russell Wilson's good enough and you get it done, you know what? Just look at the scoreboard on Sunday. Who really cares? I mean, it's, and plus, it's, it's in the past anyhow. The reason you're there now is because they weren't very good last year. You're stating the obvious, you're, as you're I said. Exactly. As I said, what he said was accurate, but did that need to but be said? Everybody saw how, what a catastrophe it was. It was so why, bad but, that they fired the coach in one year. You know, but why? Why do you have to say it? You don't. It's like you don't. It's like a lot of times, and I think it's true in this state. Mm-hmm. Okay, we're always talking about the things we don't have. All right, and everybody's always complaining about one thing or the other. Why don't we concentrate on some of the great things that we do have? Okay, but nobody wants to do that. Everybody wants to, and I can't use the word I want to on on the radio. Okay, I'm, I'm just going to say complain. But the word I want to I use starts with a B, and right. you know what that word is, okay? But everybody wants to complain about everything. We don't have this. We don't have that, okay? Let's, let's, you know, let's start focusing on some of the things that we, we do have, okay? And, you know, as someone who, who just got off a long trip, we had, a, we had a great time, all right? But one of the things that was great to come home to was all the nice people we have here, right. okay? Every, for the most part here, people get along, yep. okay? And, and, they, and, they, and it's, it's great. It was great to be home and, and, and back in the south again for me where people are so friendly. And I'm not saying they weren't where we were because they were incredibly friendly. But the people here were such an asset. But that's all we do is complain about, about things. Now, can some of those things be fixed? Yes, you know? And if, and if you don't like your, and I hear about, I don't like this elected official, well, that's what we have elections for, okay? Demand change. But in the meantime, don't drag down the whole place and complain about everything. Appreciate some of the things we have, and we never do that. And, All right, Scott, your take. Yeah. Well, Sean Payton, you know, to be nice about it, you know, I think he's, you know, overinflated ego, just like you said. I think he's. You know, personally, he's not the kind of guy I would want to hang out with. I think Drew Brees was a huge part of his success in coaching. Um, I, but I do think in saying, making the comments that he made, which were totally off base, um, 
it was just rude. But, you know, Sean Payton is a calculating person. He doesn't say anything without a reason. And I think what you just said earlier, Ken, I think it was to give Russell Wilson confidence that he can be a good quarterback again, um, that he didn't have the right coaching last year, and now he's got the right coaching, and he can be a better quarterback. It might happen. So I don't, I think don't know that. I hope it happens. Here's why, because I like Russell Wilson. He's a great guy. Yeah. would love to see him succeed. I don't know that it will. People have called Peyton a quarterback whisperer, and then others say that's not true. He He's had Drew Brees. And my, response, my response to that is no. He won games with Teddy Bridgewater, went 5-0. and He won games with Taysom Hill, went 7-3. He won games with James Winston, went 6-2. But the point is, he won games with quarterbacks that were subpar quarterbacks in the NFL. So I do think he can make a difference with Russell Wilson. How much? That's the question. Right. Here's the problem. They're in a division with Patrick Mahomes. They're in a division with Justin Herbert. Good yeah. luck with that. So, look, can he split with those people and win other games? I don't know. But at the end of the day, will Russell Wilson play a little bit better? Probably. Will he play a lot better? I would say I would doubt it. On the other hand, I do think he's better coached this year. Obviously, Sean Payton's a better coach than Nathaniel Hackett. But listen. Well, I mean, they couldn't even get plays in last I mean, year. That, that was true. That was, that was absolutely, absolutely true, true okay. that he talked about. It was, it was asinine. They, they got delay game of management. games. They had to take timeouts. They had... Yeah. They were 29th in the league in pre-snap penalties, which was third to last. So they had all kinds yeah. of problems. And just watching them play last year a couple of times, man, it was awful. They, were, they made the wrong hire. But let's be honest. Why did they hire Nathaniel Hackett? Because they thought Aaron Rodgers would follow him. That's right. why. And he did not. <laughs> right. So then they went to plan B. Russell Wilson paid him a fortune, and how'd that go? Right. All right, 504-260-1061. Elwin is in New Orleans. Elwin, thanks for your patience, and welcome to the Three Tailgater Show. Good morning, Elwin. Well, hello, guys. What's how y- how y'all doing? All good. How you doing, buddy? All right. Look, uh, let me ask you something. Sean, we should be used to Sean Payton doing this kind of stuff because, I mean, look, he comes out like his normal self. I mean, I'm used to him talking about coaches and talking about players and, and whatnot. He shouldn't have never came out with it publicly. He should have kept Correct. that in the house. Exactly. That's what he should have. He should have kept that in the house. Now, as far as the Saints concerned, uh, who do you think they're going to keep on the roster? You think Jimmy Graham is going to be on the roster? Uh, how many receivers do you think they're going to keep? Because they got some good talent-wise receivers. Uh, I don't know about the quarterback yet, and I don't know about the second string yet. But I know they got some good quality receivers that can get the ball if they can get it to them. Good, good questions. A lot of those. I'm glad. We'll start with Jimmy Graham because Ed just wrote a, a feature about that for CrescentCitySports.com, which you can read mm-hmm. this morning. Uh, my take on it is I think it's 50-50. I think there's a chance he makes it and there's a chance he doesn't. Right. Ed, Ed, your thoughts? You well, wrote about it. Here's the thing. I think we're going to know about Jimmy Graham pretty soon. Because mm-hmm. the one thing that Dennis Allen said is um, – you know, on these veteran players, and I'm paraphrasing a little bit. I don't need to see it every day, but I need to see it. All right? And I think he's looking for it in camp, especially when the padded practices start. And I think he's going to look for it when they, when they scrimmage, um, you know, when they practice against the uh, Chargers and when they practice against the Texans. And I think he's looking for it in preseason games. So, you know, to me, if Jimmy Graham is on the roster at the beginning of the year, I think the chances are pretty good that he's going to be here. If Scott, if, I remember yeah. he's 36 years old. 
Well, I understand. Yeah, I, no, no, no. Watch what I'm saying. He's not the same age as he was when he started with us. Well, not not yeah, only that, saying. not only that, but he's not also also, sir, not getting thrown the ball by a first ballot Hall of Fame quarterback. And look, Derek Carr is a solid NFL quarterback. He has proven that. But as I've mentioned before, Drew Brees threw thirty touchdowns in a season ten times. Derek Carr has done it once. So Derek Carr would have to do it every time for the rest of his career to catch up. Jimmy Graham got 50 touchdown passes 51, in five yep. seasons with yep. Drew Brees, okay? Right. So well, yeah. that's not going to happen. Not Jimme Graham made a mistake losing, leaving Drew Brees. Well, he didn't leave him. They would, traded him. They yeah, traded, yeah, traded yeah, him, yeah. By, by yeah. complaining and wanting to be paid like a receiver, or he would be that's, uh, a Hall of Fame. That was, that was the preemptive strike. You're right. right. Prior to the 2014 but, season, he wanted to get paid like a wide receiver. There was a dispute about that. Then he went out and didn't have quite as good a year. Averaged just over 10 yards a catch. Had a few drops. He still had a really good season, mind you. But then they traded him, got Max Unger, who was a good player. And they got a number one pick. But they blew that. They picked Stephon Anthony. So, right. uh, so that said, yeah, it's disappointing. Why are you laughing about that, Scott Craig? What, what, what do you find humorous about that? Uh, nothing humorous, believe me. But, you know, some of the mistakes they have made with drafting in the past until they got Jeff Ireland were ridiculous. He's helped a lot. I, I, think, I think what they're going to do with Jimmy Graham is they're going to use him around the line of scrimmage. And well, he can block. I, he, at this stage of his career, he got better as a blocker as he as his uh, career went on. So they they him. can see that. Uh-huh. Uh huh. But you know they, they got Foster Morrow. So they'll use him as an option around the goal. Line. And they signed Jesse James. So yeah. red zone would be seem to be in two tight end sets would seem to be the way you'd use him if in fact you uh-huh. keep him. Elwin, the other question you asked about was wide receiver too, and the answer is they've kept six. That's what they've kept right. for several years now. So yeah. you would assume. That's the route they'd go. But since you count Taysom Hill as a quote-unquote tight end or whatever, backup quarterback, then perhaps you keep the extra tight end rather than the sixth receiver. Now, at wide receiver, we all know they're going to keep Michael Thomas, knock on wood, along with Chris Olave and Rashid Shaheed. We all agree on that. So then who are your other guys? Is Brian Edwards one of those guys? Is James Washington one of those guys? Is Traquan Smith one of those guys? Then you've got the likes of Keith Kirkwood or a swing guy and Kirk Merritt, whatever. So, Kwan Baker from last year. Bottom line is they've kept six, so that would seem to be the optimum number, although five is possible. Ed. Well, I mean, yeah, is that, who, is who that you a, think going to be it, the odd I, man out? Who you think be I don't, I don't yeah, know. I, mean, I don't know. That's a, a great question, Owen, because, again, I think you got three, but then you're really yeah. not sure about All these right, others. Let, let me ask you this. And then let I didn't me, mention A.G. Perry. Let me, let me ask you this. No, if, Chris Olave, if Chris Olave uh, – God forbid, got hurt. Okay, how good would that receiver core be now? It wouldn't be same thing with Michael Thomas. Yeah, I mean, I just, I just think that that's an area where they're very thin. Okay, I just you think know somebody's that, gonna, you know, somebody's gonna get hurt because it's football. So yeah, it's inevitable. Who, who is, who's gonna right? Be, and somebody's gonna be put on the uh, injured reserve, but how long they're gonna be put on the injured reserve? Yeah. And how long can they come back? That's yeah. that's another question. And, and, you know, look, the Saints, the Saints got a lot of heat from some people about investing all the draft capital in Chris Olave. Remember, they made two trades, one with Philadelphia to get a second, another, another first-round pick, and then another with Washington to move up in the draft to get Olave. I think he was number 11. And they got a lot of heat about that. But where would they be without him right now? He's good. Well, I mean, I think they would have gotten other receivers. Um, well, you know, my, it's, it's, it'll be very interesting to me and I, I know this is in the future, is to how the Saints invest 
their draft capital next year. Because, look, it's no great secret. And I said this in the press box in December when I was watching a game and the other team was running the ball on the Saints. They're going to draft a defensive tackle in the first round. Yep. That was obvious. They needed, they needed and they, got, they, they signed uh, Saunders and, uh, Shepherd. And, and Shepard, too. They needed to, to retool that area. And to me, the areas that, that, that stand out to you already before they even play a game this year is wide receiver and offensive line. Yeah, and it's yeah, pretty so, interesting. Both, both Saunders and Shepard, by the way, have complimented Brzee, so that's, that's nice to hear. lose Trey Turner in the second day of practice. Go ahead, Elwin, final look, thought? Look, I yeah. told my friends like this. Uh, I would be surprised if the Saints go deep into the playoffs. I would not say they wouldn't go into the playoffs, but I would be surprised for them to go deep into the playoffs because if they do, uh, with the receivers they got, and who they're going to keep. And it depends on if Carr didn't get hurt, because then you got Winston back there. Mm-hmm. But at the same time, I would be surprised if the Saints go deep into the playoffs. Understood. I appreciate your call, and we appreciate you listening. Call anytime, and thank you so much for the thoughts. Look, where the Saints are concerned, again, right now I haven't changed my opinion. I've got them winning 10 games. i got them winning the division. i got them making the playoffs. I don't think they're going to win the NFC. That said, I think they can compete in the NFC and compete pretty well. But that said, what Elwin said is the obvious. If you get injuries, you're not going to fulfill your potential, and that's been the problem well, they've had the last two years. But, but also, and can they avoid that? Yeah. I don't know that, but yeah. some years you're lucky and some years you're not. They've been unlucky for two years now. You'd like to think that maybe the odds catch up with them right. this year, but who knows? But is this? Is, I think that one of the things happened is, is that they finally dug themselves out after this whole reset after Drew Brees, all right? And got out of cap hell, got out of cap hell. They got a quarterback. I I think they're on the way back, but I don't think they're anywhere close to where they need to be. And and to me, you know, I think the thing's going to help is is that I think last year's draft is going to turn out to prove that it was a good one, okay? It was a real good one. Now, 2021, not so good. 2020, not so good. 2018, not so good. 19 turned out to be really good, and you didn't have a first-round pick. That was Eric McCoy, Chauncey right. Gardner-Johnson, and Caden Ellis. You know, I mean, that, that was a really good draft. Now, the, two of those guys are, are, gone. are gone, but yeah. they, they, they've proven they're really good players. And, you know, Caden Ellis signed a nice deal with Atlanta. He was a seventh-round pick. That was a great selection. And Eric McCoy's been a good player here. But now, they gave up an extra number two for him to get back in the second round and get him. But to me, look. I'm okay with that. Sean Payton, yeah. Yeah, Sean, Payton, Sean Payton in 2014, 15, and 16 wasn't a very good coach. And the reason I say that is because Sean Payton as the general manager didn't help Sean Payton as the head coach. And, it, and you got to have good coaches. That's true. But, you, boy, if you don't have players, it's going to be hard to win. Personnel makes all the difference in the world. I did a story, and we'll – Get to break after this, and then we'll get back to your calls at 504-260-1061. I did the story a couple of days ago on the Saints' defense, and you know, and, and uh, you know, Woods, of course, coming in and being the defense coordinator. Brissy, Lattimore, and turnovers were the keys to the Saints being a better team. They were tied for second to last in creating turnovers a year ago. They were tied for last in the amount of turnovers per game they created last year. They were right in the top five and combined with pass interference penalties and defensive holding penalties a year ago. These are the things, and again, 
against the run. They, they drop down into the 20s, giving up 130 yards a game. So what do they do? David Onyemana, Shai Tuttle. They let him go for money. And it's not that they were bad players, but with them, they weren't that good against the run, and neither was a prolific pass rusher. So they bring in two guys that they hope are going to be close to being a push, I would think would be the right word to use, with the two they saw depart. And then they drafted a guy in the first round. So you got three for two there, and you kept Malcolm Roach. But here's the history, and you tell me, both of you. Here's the history. When you draft that position, I had Leroy Glover on my radio show last night. Yeah. And Leroy's a great friend, a Saints Hall of Fame inductee, heads on the committee, and yeah. great player. Yes, he Leroy, was. Leroy talked about how hard it is at that position, a defensive tackle, to step in in the NFL and make an impact. Look at the history of the Saints. First-round pick, Dave Rowe, 1967. He was one of the top rookies in the league and earned Pro Bowl honors in his second season with the Saints. He was a good pick. Cedric Ellis, we remember him, defensive tackle. Average. He was picked seventh overall, number seven. Did he play like that? No. Okay, 70 games, 174 tackles, 12 and a half sacks in five seasons. You missed Sean Knight. He was – Getting there. Just a minute. You got to let me let the story unfold, okay? You didn't read the story, but here, Cedric Ellis, we mentioned. Sheldon Rankins, remember him? Yeah. He was the 12th overall pick. 12th. No. Did he play like that? No. Okay. 94 games, 23 and a half sacks. Not the impact player you hope. Mike Fultz, remember him? 1977. Played five years yep. in the league. Second round pick, nine and a half sacks. Then you get to the, the other end of the equation. Kevin Harding, number one pick, 1968, total bust. Sean Knight, 1987, complete and total bust. Never recorded a sack in three years. He had one fumble recovered in the NFL in three years. And Jonathan Sullivan, yeah. let's not forget him, <laughs> the big bust. in 2003. So my point is, guys, that is a hard position to draft somebody in the first round and have them come in and make a difference, period, much less to make a difference immediately. Well, I'll, I'll give yeah, you an Leroy, example. Leroy said that, but he also, yeah. by the way, he likes Brzee. Right. Well, I mean, here's the thing about Brzee, and I, I was watching him this week, and I know it's in shorts, okay? Is he going to be able to get leverage, or or are teams going to capitalize against him playing high? Mm-hmm. That that's, that's one of the things, and I think when the padded practices start Monday, we'll see that, okay? We'll, we'll, I, I think we'll start to get a little, and, and you can watch it during the games and, and see if he's productive. But I'll give you, an ex- I'll give you a prime example of how hard it is. All right, in 1989, the Saints drafted Wayne Martin. And I was at camp, and I was like, man, this guy, I don't know if he's going to make it, okay? Now, I know he's going to make the team. He's a first-round pick. But I was like, man, I don't know about this guy. And you know what? The next year, Wayne, the light came on for Wayne Martin. He was so good. And for a, a stretch of five, five years, six years or so, he was as good as any player at the position. Might have been the most underrated player in the NFL. He He was was a great player, okay? One of the best players in the NFL for a long time. But I think, you know, when you play in the interior, number one, you know, you got to get used to the the step up and physicality. But all those offensive linemen, those guys have know all the tricks. And, And they can really neutralize you. And, and, and it's, it's a hard thing to, to see. And, you know, I mean, for every guy like a Quinnen Williams who just got a giant contract from the Jets, mm-hmm. okay, I think there's four or five guys who, for whatever reason, don't make it. I think it's a hard spot. Scott, your thoughts before we get to break? Yeah, I agree. Um, I'm concerned about the defensive line. There's no question about it. But Defensive tackle. I'm not concerned yeah, about the No, no, line. not defensive. Yeah. Yeah. Defensive tackle. Yeah. 
I'm concerned, but last year it, 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 we needed a change. Um, they couldn't stop the run to save their lives last year. So I, I do think that Saunders and uh, Shepard are probably a step up from what we had. Not much, but a step up. And you have to hope that both of these defensive tackles, well, defensive end, defensive tackle, uh, make a difference on this line for the Saints to be successful. And, you know, I'm, I'm concerned about it. Quite honestly, I'm really concerned about it. But what we do have is Dennis Allen. And Dennis Allen is a great defensive coach. And with that, I think we'll, uh, we'll be strong enough to do it. Well, I think that Dennis Allen has more of a chance to put his stamp on this team. He's not proven himself as a successful head coach yet, but this is a year where he can prove that. And one of the reasons he has a better chance is he's got a quarterback, first off. Secondly, the whole concept of this co-defensive coordinators was a disaster from it the was start. A disaster. And it failed miserably, and one of them got fired, and the other guy's now with the rival Falcons, and he took on Yamada and Caden Ellis with him. And so now he's got a guy that's going to – that's going to adhere to what he wants with his defense in Joe Woods. So I think that's important. And then, of course, players. He's had one further year down the road to get players of his ilk. Look, uh, no matter what you think about Sean Payton's comments or his persona or anything else, he's a hell of a coach. And Drew Brees was one of the best ever. And what they did here was incredible. But the further away you get from that, the better you are right. because you've got to move on right. and you've got to establish your own identity. That's over with. The past is the past. Uh -huh. And forget about it. Move on. So I think the further you get away from that is better for Dennis Allen. And I think with the changes that he's made, including the defensive line coach, including bringing in Leroy uh, with the Bill Walsh uh, you know, position as well, certainly helps. And, of course, last year he brought in Doug Marone to be his offensive line coach. So he's making those changes to get comfortable with the people he wants in place to do what he wants yeah, to have done. But you know what? You gotta, you gotta, you gotta give, you gotta give Dennis Allen a chance because absolutely. Here's the, here's the deal. Did did Sean Payton make coaching hires that he regretted? Of course he did. He couldn't, he, he couldn't get the defensive coordinator yeah, spot you think right. He, you think he regretted Rob Ryan at the end? Without a doubt. I mean, yeah. I, I'm just. Well, what, about, I, what about what about you? are skipping the biggest one of all uh, when they got him in trouble in the first place, right? You know, here's the thing that here's what, oh, oh Greg Williams here. Yeah, yeah. Sure. yeah, but here's another thing too that cracks me up about mm -hmm. Peyton. Okay, yeah. he's already playing musical chairs with the kickers. He's he <laughs> he, he can't leave he it alone. Like kickers, okay, man. here's here's the deal. It's like walking by. Okay, I was walking on uh, on a field the other day somewhere, mm -hmm. and I saw a big ant pile. Yeah. Okay. And if sh that that's Sean, the kicker is Sean Payton's ant pile. When he walks by, okay, he cannot not step in it right. or or take a stick and play with it. He's got to do. He's got to do something. Right, we're, we're First thing he does is come in and cut the kicker. Cut the kicker. All right. Got to oh take a quick God. quick timeout, Kurt. Your next year calls five zero four two six zero one zero six one. Back in a moment for Francesca's by Katie's five fifteen Harrison Avenue in Lakeview. Here on the Three Tailgaters Show on Nash Icon one zero six one FM and at NashFM1061.com. New Orleans, the North Shore, and worldwide at NashFM1061.com. Country for life. 1061 Nash Icon. 
I'm Ken Trahan. And I'm Scott Craig. I love me some Francesca's by Katie's Deli and Catering. We thank all who have sustained us through the pandemic and into better times. You can build your own specialty sandwiches. Build your own special St. Louis-style pizzas as well. Don't forget the special salads, including the Chef Scott's special salad. And our frips are special and unique. Francesca's is the home of Ken Trahan's original prep football report Friday nights during the football season. And we love all area schools and teams. Come on by. Francesca's by Katie's Deli and Catering, 515 Harrison Avenue in Lakeview. Open Monday through Saturday at 11 a.m. Visit FrancescaDeli.com. Top service. Locally owned. Outstanding deals. Conveniently located. Professionals motivated to sell where the customer comes first. That describes the experience at Premier Automotive Group, where you'll find the best prices anywhere on Toyota, Honda, Nissan, and Kia. Premier Automotive offers a warranty for life on its vehicles and a money-back guarantee. Visit my friend Troy Duhon in one of his outstanding dealerships. Toyota of New Orleans, I-10 Service Road near Bullard in New Orleans East. Premier Honda at the I-10 Service Road at Bullard. Premier Nissan at Veterans and Metairie. And Premier Kia at Veterans and Kenner. This is Kevin Mamahat. For most of us, the largest single purchase we'll ever make is when buying a home. That's why thousands of homeowners each year choose to protect their largest investment with Rhino Shield. Rhino Shield is the only international architectural ceramic coating that gives residential and commercial owners peace of mind. Along with our 25-year warranty, our ceramic coating reflects the ultraviolet rays we experience here in Louisiana, Mississippi, and Alabama, keeping your home cooler with less strain on your air conditioner. And it's more affordable than you think. So give us a call for your free estimate, 504-407-2222, or visit rhinoshieldmidsouth.com. Call now, and you can get the guaranteed protection of Rhino Shield for 20% off the regular price, 407-2222, or visit rhinoshieldmidsouth.com. Don't paint, don't vinyl, go Rhino Shield. Never paint your house again, Rhino Shield. You want the total sports package? Let's talk prep, college, pro, all sports, all the time. You get it all from the three tailgaters on 1061 Nash Icon, NashFM1061.com, and through CrescentCitySports.com with Ken and Ed. Give us a call, 504-260-1061. Scott with us also here at Francesca's 515 Harrison Avenue in Lakeview where the doors are about to open and the food is ready to roll, and so are we. And We hope you'll come by and join us here at Francesca's by Katie's in Lakeview, 504-260-1061 to join us. Kurt's in New Orleans. Hi, Kurt. Welcome to the show. Good morning. Hey, guys. Fired up time. It's the time to fire it up. How y'all doing? <laughs> oh, we're good, buddy. <laughs> oh, so, hey, so, so, Kurt, in other words, if it's, if it's yeah. nine and a half, you've got the over for sure, right? Is that, Man, is that come correct? on. You've got to be optimistic. The way, the way Cam Jordan's talking, I'm so optimistic. <laughs> uh, okay. Look, my, comments, my comments on a D-line, but let me say this real quick. Every time, Ed, you ask, what do we have if uh, you know Thomas goes down or Olave goes down? It makes me go all. It always makes me go back to Jarvis uh-huh. Landry, and I'm gonna tell you why. It ain't that long ago a veteran acquirement we had, real letdown. But what makes us think that we don't need to grab another veteran guy? I mean, I he didn't work out. But if he would have worked out, it's everything we we, we wished it would have worked out as a well, guy. You know, six seven catches. Watch it's only, Adam it's only July Watch 29th, Kurt. Watch it's, Adam Thielen. Only- Watch Adam Thielen with the Panthers this year. He's washed up, too. I'm telling you, watch what Thielen does. I think he's going to have a good role. I'm not saying he's going to catch 100 catches, but I'm saying he's the type of guy I wish we'd have uh-huh. got to replace him, you know, as, as another veteran presence, you know? Renfro. I like Thielen. I like Thielen. I he's do, a too. good player. Yeah, hey, man, you know, player. my comments on Jordan, 
And I tell you what, I really feel like uh, I really feel like our coach. He made that comment about uh, Lattimore. He, he needs to play at an elite level, and he, he's now now he's mentioned uh, opposite Cam Jordan. You know, he mentioned Turner. He's earned the reps. He's earned the first team reps. But what is he going to do with them? Is what I heard a couple of days ago, and I love it because it's time. It, it's really time, and it's, it's a competition at that spot. And interior tackle, obviously, such a difficult position, like I mentioned, and all, and, and you got to get that right. But who else besides Turner could take that spot? You think who who could possibly the, the Notre Dame rookie? I mean, who who can you? Well, eventually, but Carl, Carl Granderson is the answer. I mean, he played well last yeah, year. He played good last he played, year. He played well for this team. He graded out yeah. uh, quite yeah. well. Uh, Isaiah Foskey, they like him a lot. His body type reminds you of Cam Jordan. Very similar physical dynamics. And he's a smart guy, and he's experienced coming from a good program. So they have hopes for him. They've got Tano Passignon, who's 6'7", a long guy that can play snaps and do a solid job for you. And you mentioned Peyton Turner. Look, they've got a lot of options at defensive end, so I'm not worried about that position. That's a spot, Scott, where they could actually have an injury and still be okay. Yeah. I mean, they've got some depth there. But um, saying that, yeah, Peyton Turner's got to have a good year. Well, he's got to play. Uh, he, he's got to play, and he's got to have a good year. But I like Cam Jordan coming out, you know, kind of calling some players out. Well, he called him up, but he also credited him and said, hey, he's, he's, he's earned it and all this, but now he got to show it. So that's yeah. fine. I he think it's a it double-edged well. sword. You know, he's saying Kurt. nice things on the one end. On the other end, he's saying, okay, let's go. Hey, Kurt, you know how the Saints are going to be over the nine and a half? Tell me. Tell me. Okay, I'm going to tell you right now. All right, okay, go for I'm it, telling yeah. you right now, Kurt. And remember oh. I told you this at 10.56 a.m., on July 29th, okay? Fire away. Okay? If Derek Carr does what he's done throughout his career, and that's yeah. lead fourth-quarter comebacks. Which he's yeah. right he, at he, the top. He is. He's right at the top. Yeah. That was That's one of the things that he's done extremely well in his career. And you know as well as anyone, all these games are down to a field goal at the end anyhow. Okay? Yeah. And you know what? It's, it's yep. going to be in late November or early December, and they're going to be in a key game somewhere, and they're going to be down three or six at the end of the game, and he's got to produce the goods. And that's what they're paying yep. him for, okay? And, and yep. if he does that, the Saints will, will have a good season. If he doesn't do that, I think they won't. It's funny you bring him up because I heard once already this week on the National Syndicate show that, that that he's a cat, you know. We've got his cat. We got the uh, the Raiders cast off, you know. We we got the Raiders cast well, off in our profession, you know. And yeah, I don't they've got, they've got Jimmy Garoppolo. You know, would you the, rather have Derek Carr or right. Jimmy Garoppolo? The one thing, I, the, one thing I, the one thing I'll say uh, I'll say in defense of Derek Carr, and I've heard all of that too. Okay, yeah. but if he had gone to the Jets, he'd have been the greatest quarterback. Oh, what a great in the history yeah, exactly. of, of exactly in the history yeah. of God's creation. If he had gone to the Jets, he he'd be the all-time sure, savior. Just go watch right. the Aaron Rodgers yeah. network in right. the morning. The, the Aaron, watch the Aaron Rodgers yes, network, yeah. and and they'll tell you that. But the one thing yeah. I'll say about Derek Carr, and yeah. and the two interims were there for a while. Uh, uh, coaching him. He played for six coaches in nine years. Yeah. And, okay. And like 10 different offensive coaches. And, it's and crazy. I mean, it's a joke. Okay. Yes. So, so, so. Yeah. So, what know, did the Saints do? When he did have success, who was it under? John Gruden. John what did the Gruden, Saints yeah. do? They brought Gruden yeah. in as a consultant, which was a smart move, regardless of what any critics would say. They didn't hire him as a coach. Right. You, know, you don't like what he did off the field or anything else. They brought him in to try to help them with the system and to help with a player who got the most out of him. What's wrong with that? I still think they need a receiver like Renfro. 
Okay. I think it would yeah. make a difference. Yeah. Well, I, mean, I think Ed's right. I think another receiver would certainly be uh, on the menu unless you are in love with A.T. Perry because they drafted him and they think they, got, him. they think they got value out of him. Well, I mean, we'll I, see. I, wouldn't, I wouldn't count on a rookie, okay? No. Nope. I wouldn't I count on a rookie unless you draft a guy really high. Yeah, like Alave last year. Yeah, I like Alave. <laughs> Yeah, I, I hear you. Understand. I'll tell you a guy hey, who I think is going to be a good yeah, rookie. Got, okay? get to Here's a stash on your fantasy team, Kurt. Okay. I'm giving you, I got I'm four giving leagues. You some, I got four leagues. Kurt, Go for it. Kurt I'm giving you some unbelievable advice here Go on for the 29th of July. Get okay? to it. Kendra Miller. There you go. Oh, yeah. Kendra Miller. Oh, yeah. Look, let me tell you something, though. Don't worry about – I'm going to leave you with this. Don't worry about Jamal yeah. Williams. Worry about funnel cakes and beignets. He's going to shine. He's bringing it. He's old school. Watch Jamal Williams. Just watch him. He's, he's, got him. He's Earl Campbell. He's Earl Campbell. Watch. <laughs> awesome. Thank you, Kurt. Appreciate it. And, oh, by the way, the fact that he doesn't like beignets is okay with me. That means he won't get fat. All right, it's 504-260-1061. Back with our second hour of the Three Tailgaters Show from Francesca's by Katie's in Lakeview in just a moment here on Nash Icon 1061 FM and at nashfm1061.com. With over 15 acres of cars and trucks at the Lamarck Automotive Complex, there must be a reason. Buying a new car shouldn't be complicated. That's why our expert staff is here to help. I've been selling new Ford cars and trucks since 1970. It's over 50 years. Wow, there must be a reason. With your lifestyle and budget in mind, our finance team works hard to be the best in the business. Only at Lamarck Ford, at the Lamarck Automotive Complex. There must be a reason. Life Resources Ministries exists for showing men the way, building men to spiritual maturity, and preparing God's people for service. Life Resources Ministries has Bible studies in person and via Skype throughout the metro area, along with outreaches weekly on Wednesdays at Piccadilly Cafeteria on Clearview Parkway in Metairie. There are business forums and fellowship meetings as well. Life Resources also puts on major outreach prep breakfasts with national speakers up to four to five times per year. Visit us online at liferesources.net. Life Resources Ministries, leaders investing for eternity. Imagine it's the last ride, but your symptoms of irritable bowel syndrome with constipation or IBSC are taking you for a ride. What should you do? Keep managing your constipation with belly pain the same old way? Or try getting ahead of your symptoms by talking to your doctor about treating it with Linzess, linaclotide. Linzess is a prescription medicine that treats IBSC in adults. It's not a laxative. It's a once-daily pill that helps you get ahead of your symptoms. It's proven to help you have more frequent and complete bowel movements and helps relieve overall abdominal symptoms, belly pain, discomfort, and bloating. These symptoms were studied in combination, not individually. Do not give Linzess to children less than two. It may harm them. Do not take Linzess if you have a bowel blockage. Get immediate help if you develop unusual or severe stomach pain, especially with bloody or black stools. The most common side effect is diarrhea, sometimes severe. If it's severe, stop taking Linzess and call your doctor right away. Other side effects include gas, stomach area pain, and swelling. Imagine, what could relief from IBSC mean for you? Talk to your doctor and say yes to Linzess. Learn more at linzess.com or call 1-800-L-I-N-Z-E-S-S. Sponsored by Avian Ironwood Pharmaceuticals. Which Nature Valley camp are you in? Classic with oats and honey crunchy bars? Sweet with chocolate crunchy dipped granola squares? Or Camp Savory with new shockingly snackable savory nut crunch bars? Try them all to decide. Nature Valley. Our pets are our loved ones and also our best friends. When they pass away, New Orleans Pet Cremation Service will handle everything for you. We offer 24-hour home removal as well as free pickup from your local veterinary hospital. Pet cremation starting as low as $199 a 
$199. Simply give us a call at 504-218-5554 or go to neworleanspetcremation.com. That's neworleanspetcremation.com. Celebrating life. Broadcasting from the Dudley DeBosher Studios. Anytime, anywhere, smartphone, tune-in radio app, we are WRKN. 1061 Nash Icon, Picayune, New Orleans. The second hour begins. It's the Three Tailgaters Show on 1061 Nash Icon, NashFM1061.com, and at CrescentCitySports.com. Be a part of the show. Call 504-260-1061. Back to Ken Trahan and Ed Daniels. The second hour begins here from Francesca's by Katie's at 515 Harrison Avenue in Lakeview. Doors are open now. Folks are coming in already. The food's great, and you need to partake. So we hope to see you soon here at 515 Harrison Avenue in Lakeview. Ken and Ed with you. Scott here as well. It's 504-260-1061 to join in the conversation. All right, anything, any takeaway thus far when you've been out at practice, any one or two things that, that might have caught your eye? Obviously, no pads, nothing else. Skill gives you some indication. Anything that's stood out to you at this point? Well, I haven't watched the linemen at all, other than a little bit of Brazil, okay? But I haven't watched the linemen at all because I, I think it's useless to watch the linemen until the pads come on. All right? I just think it is. And I'll give you an example. 2019, first day in pads. I, I said to myself at the time, Eric McCoy is going to be a good player in this league. That was a good selection because you could see that he could move people. All right, now, was he a rookie at the time? Yes, but he stepped in, did a really nice job, and has been a solid player for this organization. I don't know if he's a great center, but I think he's a real good one, right? So my, my point is... Um, I think it's pretty interesting. To, I mentioned Max Unger earlier. I'd put him in that type of category. Yeah, right, exactly. But, but a guy who's going to play a long time and is a really good player, okay? And I'm not throwing shade on him at all because he's been an excellent uh, player for this organization. So when it comes to, to why, I, I don't even watch a lineman until, until the linemen start. And, and that, that's on Monday. Um, as far as, I, you know, I watched Kendra Miller a lot the last couple of days. Just, just watching, I like the way he moves. I think he's got a chance to be a good receiver, although he wasn't, I don't think much of one in college. To me, he looks like a decisive one-cut runner. And the one thing that I like about Kendra Miller is, you haven't seen him run physical yet because there hasn't been any need to in shorts and, and T-shirts. And, you know, but um, I, I just think that, he, you know, when this, to me, when the Saints spend a third-round pick on a runner, Kenny, they're telling you he's pretty good. Yeah, they like because, it. Because that's the ceiling for them. I don't think they're going to venture again into that uh, – running back in the first round or second round venture. But when they, spend, when they spend a third round pick on a runner, knowing the philosophy of this organization about drafting big people, okay, then what they're telling me is they think the guy's pretty good, and I agree with them. Now, and as far as Kamara's a seven-year guy, so right, whether a, he's suspended or not, you're going to yeah. need to invest in that right. spot. I mean, you know, is Alvin Kamara Emmett Smith? I hope so. I hope he me plays too. for a long, long time. But you don't know that. And the thing about Alvin Kamara is he depends on speed and quickness. And what happens if that leaves him at some point? Then, you know, it's, it's, a, it's a different deal. I hope he plays for a long time because he's been, he's been great for the organization. Yep. But I don't know that. And, and look, Jamal Williams, 
When you get a guy like that who's got 1,000 yards last year and 17, 17 touchdowns, rushing touchdowns. touchdowns, I mean, you know, I mean, that's a, that's a security blanket back there. That guy's just a good player. So uh, I think they really uh, – So you feel good, pretty good about that spot. I feel pretty good about that spot, you know. I most definitely feel good about yeah. running back. Yeah, but what – you know, to me, look, they didn't have one offensive lineman play 17 games last year. No. And that so, was part of the problems with the penalties. Right. That was a big part right. of it. Right. But, but you know what? Hey, look. I mean, if, if these guys – you know, Andrus Pete played 11 games last year. And, I mean, look, if these guys can't stay healthy and they can't get it done, well, you know, they, I, I really think – You've got to replace them. You've got to replace That's them. That's why they and, drafted Saldaveri. They drafted and, Penning. And, They're and, looking to replace guys. And you know what? They they'll even be signed looking, Max Garcia. They'll be looking for those big guys again early like they always do. They always do, do and that's, that's the how way they, they think. And that's, that's how, how they, they invest. And, and you know what? Look, that's, that's the organizational philosophy. You know what they want? They want size at every position. Without a doubt. Jack is in River Ridge. Jack, thanks for your patience. Welcome to the Three Gator Show. Good morning. What's up, my friend? Good morning, Ken, Ed, and the Jeff Bezos of New Orleans Sports Talk. Scott Craig, how you doing? Uh, good, <laughs> brother. How are you? Good. <laughs> but uh, guys, look, um, um, I had called y'all earlier about the running, whether or not he could catch the ball. But for whatever, you, whatever you think this is worth, I heard um, um, uh, the fantasy guy who used to be with ESPN. Um, uh, he's with NBC now. Um, anyway, he, he does interviews of all the potential guys that you might use in fantasy. Matthew uh-huh. Barry, he, he, and he was, he was talking with Kendra Miller, and, and Kendra wanted to be a wide receiver, but they didn't have room for him to play wide receiver at TCU. That's how uh-huh. he became a running back. So right. he can't catch the ball. Yeah. Yeah, so, I mean, look, but, but you can oh, they tell. They envision him as an every down back, yeah, no question. Can, Jack, you can tell that watching practice, okay? I watch because the guy hasn't been on the field in the offseason because he, he's been getting off getting over that knee injury he suffered late in the season at TCU. So they've been very patient with him. But he got on the field uh, on Wednesday. And the first thing I noticed was I was looking at I was like, you know what? He looks pretty comfortable catching the ball. He does. He looks comfortable catching the ball. And to me, um, I think that's one of the things that you could spot right off the bat. And, in my, and like I said, if you have a fantasy stash at, at running back, because I remember back in 2017, I was in a league and guys were drafting Adrian Peterson. And who was the other guy the Saints had at running back that year? Oh, my and I, and Aside I picked, from Ingram? I and I picked Camaro like in the fifth or sixth yes. round, and they looked at me like I was speaking Chinese, okay? And, and I feel the same way about Kendra Miller. I think he's going to be a, a really good player. I do. He's not going to be B. John Robinson, but he's going to be a good player. Oh, no, I agree yeah. with y'all. And, guys, as far as the defensive line goes, let, let's use somebody else as an example of this. The last two years, Philadelphia has uh, drafted Jordan Davis and Jalen Carter. Now, now, those guys were much, high, you know, much more expected out of them than the guys that the Saints drafted. But, but Jordan Davis spent most of last year hurt, and he really didn't help them at all. And they've let some of their experienced defensive linemen go, hoping that these guys are going to – well, they're expecting these guys to turn into something. But, but, but to your point before, they, these guys don't usually develop in the first year. Well, you got to learn how to play the game. Plus, plus they're, they're playing against experience, not only players, but experienced units. 
these offensive lines, they play together as a unit, okay? And I think it's, I think it's, just, I think it's just hard to do. I think it's, a, it's probably the hardest spot to break in in, in in football, I think, is interior defensive line. It's not easy. I'm starting to be concerned about that nine and a half over nine and a half talking to you guys. Oh, come on, man. I'm a, <laughs> I, I, I picked him to win 10. Well, I mean, you obviously Yeah, are, I mean, I've on. got him at 11. Okay. And there's nothing wrong you with know, that. Look, I mean, there's somewhere, between, there's somewhere between 8 and 11. I think that's, that's yeah. probably fair. You know what? But I, I got him at 10. You know what? Scott Craig, I gave, I gave you LSU the over last year. Did you bet that? All over. Oh, he, he hit it. I don't think you I, gave it to me, though, because I got it at six and a half. Oh, uh, my. Oh, yeah. Oh, that's I right. Mean, exactly. I, all over I, that. I, thought, I thought that was money in the bank. It was. Last year. Yeah. I was like, you know what? They're not going to be that bad. Okay. But you know what, Ed? I had the Saints over eight, and right. I could not believe they didn't win that last game to just at least push. Right. No, you I know, got that you. Game, I got you. They went on that winning. You know what was really weird, though? You know what was really weird, Scott, about the end of last year is that. The Saints couldn't score any points in the fourth quarter. Nope. I mean, Never. in the last in the last five or six weeks, they won games basically defense. With, on defense. Yeah. They could not score points in the fourth quarter. They were yep. terrible. Yep. And and that 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 caught up with them in that last game. They just had no push. Uh, it was they they scored on the first drive. And then Carolina. did nothing. Carolina did game, nothing. and then they disappeared after. And they disappeared after. It was after. unbelievable. Oh, I was yeah. like, man, I got this. At least I'm going to push, and yeah, it didn't work out. Thought you had it, huh, brother? Yeah, it didn't oh, well. work out. That's the way it goes. <laughs> yeah, that was a dismal game after that first Oh, drive. I mean, it was like, I was like, you know, I, I, I called my wife that, that, at, at halftime. I said, you know what? This is torture. It, okay? it was. Watching this, because this is bad football between two it bad was. teams. And it was. Mm-hmm. Jameis Winston, I mean, he spoke this past week. And, and, Jack, thank you. Appreciate you listening, and thanks for the call. Winston thanks, spoke, Jack. said the right things. He's a year down the road healthier. Look, if anything happened to Derek Carr, God forbid, you have to feel pretty good. You got a guy that I is do. a year removed from injuries, and he can make the throws, and he's been there. Yeah, he wants the to be so, here. And then Jake Hayner, have you seen anything from him thus far? Ed? Yeah, I mean he's a he's a he's a nice looking. Uh, uh, he's got a he's got a really good arm. Mm-hmm. He can get the ball to the boundary. He throws pretty accurately. Uh, you know, the only thing about Jake Hayner is is that how is he going to do against an NFL pass rush? Okay, and but, and and I don't know, and I, and I don't know that. Okay, I don't know that. I met and, him at Katie's one night. He is not big. No, I, but know. but and, you but you know what? You know what? Look, I I watch. I look at Derek Carr. Okay, and Derek Carr is a lot bigger than Drew Brees. Yeah. When when they when if they stood next to each other, there'd be a good two inch, maybe more difference. You know, he's just what? a lot bigger. A lot bigger quarterback than Drew Brees. What stands but, out with Derek Hart is, is his attitude, his leadership. Well, I understand. But you, you know, know what? What stood out about Drew Brees is 99.9999% accuracy and decision-making. Crazy. Okay? Which was insanely good. All right? Yeah. And, you know, you can get away with that. when You can be six feet tall and get away with that when you have that attribute. Now, as far as Jay Kaner is concerned, I think you're going to see a lot of him in the preseason. I know you are, I would figure, because I don't think Derek Carr is going to play in the preseason. At so, all? I, I don't. Derek Carr, when he was at, I asked him that question. Yes. And uh, during the minicamp stuff, and he told me he thought the, the uh, Chargers stuff and the 
Texan stuff would be enough for him mm-hmm. and that he usually did not play in the preseason. So the only thing I can say is that he's probably not going to play in the preseason. Well, I would think they want to get Winston out there quite a bit, too, to get him reps and to get him back on the field right. healthier, too. And so. the reason that Hayner is going to play a lot, too, is because they're not going to ha- they're, they don't have a fourth quarterback. What are they going to do? They're going to give Taysom Hill. Well, they got steps? Taysom Hill. So I mean, yeah, he's, right. he's always that luxury. So right, but what I'm saying is, if you only have three true quarterbacks and your starter is not going to play in the preseason, well, in three games, one's going to play one half and one's going to play the other. Right? Yeah. I'm just trying to figure it. I'm just trying to figure it out based on what Derek Carr said. It didn't sound to me like he thought it was important for him. It it wasn't according to him important to play in the preseason he didn't need it that's what he was saying i think he needs to get a half in yeah but then what yeah 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 but then what happens if somebody rolls up on his knee in in the first quarter you know what you're cooked okay and you know what i just can i don't i don't even i don't even want my quarterback near the field in the preseason Okay, if he gets hurt in the first game, well, and the, and the live bullets are flying, well, that's that's part of football. I mean, not even right? serious. But I'm, to see. I'm I'm not going to risk I'm not going to risk him for five minutes out there. I mean, it's football, man. Yeah, but I understand, but he's he's a nine year veteran. He didn't forget how to play. I get it, but he's and, with a new and, team, and maybe so. But he's practiced with those guys. He's going to play. He's going to uh, uh, practice against two other teams. I keep using the word scrimmage, which is incorrect. He's going to practice against two other teams. You know what? I wouldn't have him. I, I would have him so far away from the field. He couldn't reach it with a search team of 20. <laughs> well, as okay? cursed as this team is, sometimes you feel maybe you're right now. I wouldn't play him. Okay. Yeah. I wouldn't I'm play him. I'm with you. Hey, look, that's one of the reasons why they, all, they went to one cutdown at, the the, at the end of the preseason. Why did they go to one cutdown? So all those guys can play the last game and the veterans don't have to come anywhere near the field. Yeah. That's what they did. Yep. And you know what? I wouldn't, I wouldn't have Derek Carr anywhere near that field. I wouldn't have Alvin Kamara anywhere near that field. I wouldn't have Chris, o, Chris Olave very much yeah. near that field in the, in the preseason. We know what these guys can do. All of, all of which begs the question about why do you have preseason games anyway? Oh, and they've man. got it from four to three, but we know the answer to that. You've got to get those gates, and they've got to make the money. And they're not going to go. The Players Association but, but, will never go beyond Kenny, 17 games in the no, regular season. Kenny, and last, the owners are not going to give up the that, 20 dates. That, that, last all preseason, about money. that last preseason game is the worst it's value dreadful. in sports. It's dreadful. It's I mean, just I, horrendous. I feel, I feel terrible for the football. people that have to pay to be there oh. or that pay and don't go because it's just – it's just throwing away money. It's foolishness. And you know what? That I think that I, I know you got to do the, the, but maybe it's time to revisit maybe putting a game in Shreveport or playing a game. In go Baton somewhere Beach. else. I used to do that. Go, right. go somewhere else to give it a little, to give it a little flair. Yep. Yeah, because these preseason games they're dreadful. I mean, do you think Derek Carr, or Patrick Mahomes, is going to be on the field in the first preseason game? And after the after the first ten minutes. Everybody's going to be looking at each other, going, "Oh my God, why did we you? come here?" And and the one thing that you don't, the worst thing that can happen in in preseason is overtime. Please don't have that. Oh my God. Yeah, yeah. they shouldn't even have overtime in the preseason. I remember when. Do we they had, do they still I, have it? No, in in preseason. I don't know. It's a good question. Who, I don't know. If you remember? Still. I remember when you and I had to go to Canton and do a the first preseason game. <laughs> 
when the Saints had to play that uh, that uh, Hall of Fame game in uh, Camden, and that was so early, it was unbelievable. Uh, and and even then, I mean, I, I remember, oh, I remember Coach Mora. These guys, I remember like, Coach oh, Mora. Coach Mora was so aggravated. He's like, he he didn't want to be there. He didn't want his team playing in that, but he had to. I mean, they told yeah. him he had to do it, so well, he did. He had to do it. Like, well, I remember one game we were doing, and the the PR guy from the Chiefs walked in. Yes, and he said, "Guys, I want to give you all the scratches for tonight." It's right, about, right. It's about Forty-five minutes before kickoff. Correct. Yeah, Kenny yeah. and I are sitting in that the arrowhead. Room. Yes. Yeah, we're killing we're killing time, and it's like forty-five minutes before kickoff, and he gives us. He gives us all these guys. and then and 40 then, of them? And, yeah, we look at him and go, why? Exactly. And, and he just starts laughing. I mean, what, what else is the man going to say? Exactly. He, he's telling you. He's not telling you, but he's telling you everything you need to know. You know, the other thing about that game at Arrowhead, too, this is true. After the game, uh, our late great friend Vince Gibson did the game with us that year in the Kitty. preseason. And after the game, Vince had, you know, had a vehicle and rented a car. Drove. He could not remember where he parked his vehicle. So we spent, we literally spent almost an hour trying to find his vehicle. And that wasn't at a time, that was in the mid-90s, 95. So didn't have the key fob that way you could uh, blow the horn. Right, so right, we right. couldn't remember where right. he parked the car. And then, True story. And then, Scott, you talk about playing, you talk about playing starters. I remember we were in New York at the Meadowlands. And I know Kenny remembers this. The Saints were playing the Jets. We went to a Cardinal game the night before. I don't know if you were with me. Swoboda got us tickets. It, they were, yeah. I mean, I, I will, unless the Cardinals play, I vow never to go to, to, to see the Mets play, okay? Mm -hmm. Or go to Wrigley. I, I vow never to do I that. I wasn't with you then. Okay, you weren't with me. Either. I'm, I'm not going one. to Wrigley, and I'm not going to see the Mets play unless they're playing the Cardinals. Right. I, I simply refuse to do that, okay? It's, it's impossible. So, so I'm at the game, and, and Swo gets us tickets. And um, Swobodan Zivojinovic. Swobodan Zivojinovic, yeah. So Swo gets his tickets, and they're great tickets, and I call Swo and thank him. And anyhow, we go to the game the next day, and it's, I think it's 2001, and the Saints lost three starters in the first quarter, got hurt, and it, including a couple of guys that they just, they just acquired who were, who were good veteran players, and I don't remember their names at the time. And I was like, holy smoke. Already they're behind the eight ball. All right, and 2000 was a really good year. It was. I mean, yeah. that was a great year. Jim came in with Randy Muir, yeah. and they did a great job. You know, got Jeff Blake, you know, traded for Aaron Brooks, uh, you know, got Joe Horn. I mean, they were really on to something. Brought in Norman Hand. Brought I mean, in Norman Hand. They were, they were terrific, okay? And then all of a sudden, um, all of a sudden, they get guys hurt in a preseason game. And I, I, I remember uh, Hazlitt, after the game, he was just – that's, that's why I just can't stand the preseason. So no, I got thing, it. The only thing we did was at, at halftime, we go out to the truck to edit, and we're editing stuff about Saints injuries because that's the only thing that matters. Yep, and as we get to break, remembering that era, that 2000 season was special, and people are like, well, what happened? Well, they made bad personnel decisions. That simple. I mentioned Leroy Glover earlier. Yep. He was on my show last night. Love. 17 yeah. sacks, led the NFL, first team all pro. Two years later, he's not even here anymore, and he's making four more Pro Bowls with Dallas. Okay, yeah. they moved on. They wanted somebody bigger. So Sammy Knight, terrific oh, player here, ball hawk back there like you've never seen, and a great tackler. They didn't think he was fast enough. So, so what did they do? They went out and got to Bucky Jones. Man, how did that work out?
Uh, they got <laughs> Grady Jackson, Leroy. No disrespect, Grady, but Leroy Glover, uh, you can't carry his, you know, his lunch pail, okay? But that said, they just made bad personnel decisions. How can you forget Albert Connell coming in and oh, stealing from his teammate in a locker room? I mean, they made the decision with Aaron Brooks, who at times looked brilliant and other times was maddeningly inconsistent. They made a decision to stick with him when he was hurt, when they were 9-4, and four, and they missed the playoffs. So I, they just made bad personnel decisions. Yeah. Well, and then, of course, Katrina hit, and that was look, the end of and, that. And I, I told Randy Mueller, mm-hmm. who I have great respect for, I mm-hmm. told Randy, I said, look, if you get rid of Sammy Knight, it's a mistake. Big mistake. Okay, because Sammy Knight, no matter what, Okay, when the game starts, wherever the football is, he's there. Okay? He's Tremendous the, ball hawk. He was one hawk, of the yeah. smartest players the Saints have ever had. Yeah, okay? He's a good player. The guy had – but, look, he was not that big and that fast. But he was so tough. Yep. He was a tough guy. But the thing that Sammy Knight had, he had, he had Ed Reed football instinct. The guy had over 100 tackles from safety in four different seasons. He was incredible. He had over 90 tackles seven times. And in his brilliant NFL career, Sammy Knight. You know how many interceptions he had? 42 in his NFL yeah, career. Yeah, a lot. But, but you didn't you, so you didn't. you wanted to move on from him. He had 28 interceptions in six seasons for the Saints. So and he had, smart. A, had over 100 tackles so twice. Smart. What a smart And you player. let him go. What I, a smart player! I, I, what a, yeah, and what Holy a stu- and what a stupid move! So, what, but but <laughs> wow. that's, that's how you that's what, how you stop having what goes success. Into the thought of getting rid of a player like that, they didn't you know think what? he was fast enough. You know but that's what, not a good reason. I'm just telling you. So <laughs> so so good at what he did. Had such great football instinct. The guy was off the charts. Six seasons after he left here, so he had a lot of game left. So did Leroy. And those were Exhibit A and Exhibit B as to what happened at that particular point in time in franchise history. Oh, yeah, timeout, 504-260-1061. Back to talk two-lane football next. We'll talk LSU in the following segment as we continue with more of the Three Tailgaters show from Francesca's by Katie's at 515 Harrison Avenue on Nash Icon, 1061 FM, and at NashFM1061.com. For 17 years, the RNO Carriers New Orleans Bowl has been proud to support one of the area's great traditions, high school football and the Prep Football Player of the Week Award. The RNO Carriers New Orleans Bowl's weekly recognition of excellence on the field by high school student athletes reflects our understanding of the importance of athletics in the development of our youth. The Prep Player of the Year is annually presented with the Ronald D. Gardner Award on the field on the Caesar Superdome during the RNL Carriers New Orleans Bowl. The RNL Carriers New Orleans Bowl, a New Orleans institution. Visit us at NewOrleansBowl.com. Cumulus New Orleans has an immediate opening for a digital sales manager. To apply, simply go to cumulusmedia.com, click on Work Here, and then fill out the needed information and career opportunities. This is a highly compensated and exciting opportunity to build and coach your own digital sales team with the support of a great group of radio stations. Simply go to cumulusmedia.com and apply today. Cumulus Media is an equal opportunity employer. Oh, 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 O'Reilly. O'Reilly Auto Parts' new Brake Best Select Pro brand raises the bar for the best aftermarket domestic brake pads and rotors available. For vehicle-specific friction formulations, quiet tech noise-canceling shims, and stainless steel hardware, choose Brake Best Select Pro. Professional-grade brakes from the professional parts people at O'Reilly Auto Parts. Oh, 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 O'Reilly Auto Parts. 
With NFL Plus, get ready for the 2023 NFL season and get access to the rest of the NFL offseason. Time for some football, baby! Catch exclusive live coverage of Back Together Weekend on Sunday, July 30th and discover special content from training camp, Hall of Fame, top 100 players of 2023, and more. Let's go! Sign up today at plus.nfl.com. Terms and conditions apply. Hi, I'm Chad. And I'm Steve. And together, we're Dudley DeBosier. If you've been injured, you deserve Dudley DeBosier, so you demand Dudley DeBosier, the official injury lawyers of the New Orleans Saints. And the only law firm in Louisiana with a no-fee guarantee. That means you pay nothing, no fees, cost, or expenses, unless we get money for you. Dudley DeBosier, home of the no-fee guarantee, backed by the black and gold. That's the Dudley DeBosier difference. Call 504-444-4444. That's 504-444-4444. Chad Dudley, New Orleans. Dudley 2213582. Want my secret for how to prep for summer getaways and get-togethers and get everything for less? Get to Kohl's. I just shopped their friends and family sale and saved an extra 20% on sunny day essentials, like teas and tanks for my family for $9.99, a cute pair of shorts for me, and everything we needed to set up our patio. So get to Kohl's and save on cool finds for hot days. You'll thank me later. Select styles. 20% offer ends July 30th. Some exclusions apply. See store or kohls.com for details. Your weekly forum for genuine, substantive talk with a focus on facts and fact-based opinions. Time to share your passion on the Three Tailgaters Show here on 1061 Nash Icon, NashFM1061.com, and through CrescentCitySports.com. The number to call, 504-260-1061. As we continue from Francesca's by Katie's, 515 Harrison Avenue, in Lakeview, Ken Ed and Scott with you, and Rudy's our producer. Thank you, Rudy. 504-260-1061 to join in the conversation. Tulane, well, the Green Wave pick to win the American Athletic Conference, and why not? With the returning players, with an excellent coach, with a conference that's realigned, and, of course, with you know the most important position, not only being settled but being superior with Michael Pratt and Having Kai Horton and Justin Abiata behind him doesn't hurt either. They've got a good quarterback room. So, Ed, I mean, the level of expectation has been raised. Uh-huh. You, you did a story this past week on their new locker room facility being constructed. and You Looks see great. everything that's transpiring. So, Looks do great. you see the tangible evidence of a commitment to be successful long-term? Have you seen enough of that, or do you feel it's there? Well, I think that um, there is a, a commitment I think there could be uh, more of a commitment, but I, I also think that President Fitz deserves uh, credit for um, being a lot more committed than the last guy was. And that ain't saying much, but it is saying a lot because, in a way, because I think that President Fitz is a guy that, that wants, to, wants to see it happen. And, look, I, I think there's a big decision coming up there, and Willie... Uh, talked about it uh, when we did the interview this week. Uh, Coach Fritz talked about it. He said that we're going to decide whether we're going to have a bubble, okay, which is good for about 10 years, or we're, gonna do, we're going to construct a permanent practice facility. And I think they're trying to raise the money for that. And where it would be is on the site of the old Tulane Stadium. I think that's where it would be. But there's some discussion about whether that works as a permanent site or not, okay? But to me, 
having that that permanent structure would be would be a great f thing for them on campus. I thought the site of the old Tulane Stadium, and just recently I heard this was not true, but the Riley Center was on it. No. Isn't that on part of it? No, the 50-yard the fifty yard line is the soccer field right there. I don't know. I forgot the name of the field they called it. Right okay. in front of the Riley Center? Yeah, right in front of it. You can see right. the crown on the field. It's still right. there. Okay. If, it's where the parking lot is right there, right. where the Diebold Garage is right there. If you look out, if you go to the Diebold Garage and park, I, I park in the second or third floor when I go to practice mm -hmm. all the time. And if you go on the Diebold Garage and you look over, you can see the crown on the field. And that's the crown on the field from the 50-yard line at Tulane Stadium. Now, whether they can shoehorn a practice mm -hmm. facility in there or not, I don't know. But, I mean, they spent $5 million on the locker room. They're getting coaches' locker rooms uh, coming up pretty soon. They're, they're doing some things that they need to do. And, you know, look, I know people might think I'm from outer space, Mars or whatever, but if you did it right for a while, there's going to be more football changes coming up. Colorado just went back to the Big 12. Right. Okay? At some point, if Tulane rattles off four or five conference championships in a row in football, are they back in okay. the ACC? With the ACC. No, or the ACC ACC. will never take them right, back. Right. Yeah. Because LSU would never allow that. But and they shouldn't because they they own the state of Louisiana because right. Tulane got out. Okay? And LSU should never allow that. But you know, the Atlantic Coast Conference at some point, they may lose teams. Yep. And they might be looking for teams. And if you really have a great football pedigree, and I know people think this is nuts. But you know what? I'd go back and play a few games in the Superdome. But you got to hold on to Willie Fritz. I mean, if well, he, you know if what? Look, Willie year, Fritz isn't going to coach forever, and he's a great coach. And I hope he's a great coach here forever. Okay? Should I pose for the picture? You can pose if you'd like. It's all good. So we're good. Right. Thank you. Willie Willie Fritz is not going to be here forever. No, he's not. But the one thing that Willie Fritz has done is is that. He's proven it can be done. Yes. Okay, and, and he's got he's he's built a quality organization. So it's pretty simple. If you have all the other things, the commitment in place, the facilities in place, then guess what? And if you went to the ACC in the next five years, trust me, you would have no problems attracting a really good coach. Because the one right. thing the coach would know is, you know what, this is Louisiana in Texas, in Florida, I can recruit that I-10 200 miles to the east and 200 miles to the west, and I can also recruit Houston, and I can also recruit some nationally because I'm in a Power 5 league. You know, Tulane gets a lot of good players on the second go-round after they go somewhere else and it does, they don't like it or they're homesick or whatever. Shoddy Clayton's a perfect example. They're counting on him this year. He, w he was at Colorado for one year. So, but th th what I'm saying is if you were in another league, you could get those guys right off the bat. But let me ask, what, what about uh, how many students does Tulane have now? 8,000? Seven, eight, yeah, I'd have to. Right. Seven, eight, you know, your teams like North Carolina, North Carolina State. Yeah. What have they mean, won? I'm just curious. I know they haven't won anything. Yeah, I'm exactly. I mean, what, you know, my, my point my point is my point is I've always I've always heard that they couldn't do this and they couldn't do that. And that gets back to my point earlier. 
They can't do this. I say malarkey, baloney, and something other things that I can't say on this radio show. Baloney, okay? That is baloney. That is a self-imposed ceiling, okay? That is baloney. You because know, they hadn't taken Right, they can win. They, they, can, they, they can, can win. win. And they I'll give win. you an example. They hadn't take, taken Michael, absolutely Michael Pratt is still here. Yeah. Okay? And Michael Pratt could have gone a lot. If Michael Pratt would have said after, after the bowl game, I'm going in the portal, how many coaches do you think would have been interested in that young guy? Okay? Good Cause, player. Because Michael Pratt right now, as a, as a draft pick, is going to be drafted, I think, reasonably high. Top three rounds. Top I think, three I rounds. Think three rounds, yes. Yeah. yeah. And, could and, could you know, improve. And Michael Pratt could have left. Michael Pratt could have said, you know what? I'm going to wherever. University of Florida. I'm going here. I'm going there. He stayed. So I'm tired of people saying that there's a ceiling and they can only do so much. Okay? That is BS. Yeah. I agree. But, you know, you've got to have the enrollment, too. And the one thing, there are 8,600 undergrads, yeah, roughly, and, the one and then they and the, the one thing, as well. The one thing about this new league, okay, there's some teams that have to catch up. But trust me, there's some teams that are in this league now who, who, who are promoted from Conference USA who are making a commitment to spend on facilities. They are making a commitment to spend on facilities. And it's not going to be some kind of cakewalk like everything everybody thinks it's going to be. It's not. No. Their schedule is not a cakewalk. When's the last time Tulane won at Memphis? I can tell you that. Time. 1998, the undefeated yeah. team. That's the last Tulane team. To Frank Harris is the quarterback for UTSA. They've got to win there this year. You know what? He's been on the roster there since 2017. <laughs> okay? The guy's halfway to Social Security. Those are the right? teams you have to beat. And, 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 he's, and he's still on the roster. So, you, know, you know, I mean, Southern Miss is going to play out of their minds against Tulane. They're going to play like it's the Super Bowl square. Yeah, they right? won last they year. Got, they play Ole Miss, who beat them by 42 years ago. South Alabama's not bad. They're a good team. They were a 10 win team and a bowl team. A team. Yeah, so, I mean, all these people who think it's going to be some kind of walk in the park it's because not. Cincinnati, Houston, and Central Florida aren't in anymore, to me, I don't believe that. All right, lightning round. Receivers, Lawrence Keyes. Okay, right. Jaquan Jackson, Jaquan, Fat Watts, yep. Chris Brazil, uh, Yokeith Brown. Good enough in receiver? Uh, I wish they had a little more size okay. there. All right. But, but I like, you know, Jaquan and players Keys are pretty good. have both shown that they can make big plays. Because they did. Yeah, they did. Yeah. Yeah. Agreed. All right. Offensive line. Sincere Hainsworth, one of the best in the country. Prince Pines, yeah, really good player. You got player. Prince Pines, who's good. You Cameron got Cam Wire coming in. Right. Got Rashad Green, Josh Remitish. Good enough there? Yes. yes. Okay. All right. Agreed. Quarterback. I think one of the best quarterback rooms, not just in the conference, but in the country. In the country I yep. think with those three guys that they have, frankly. Running back by committee. You got you know, Shedro Lewis. You got Iverson, Celestine, Shuddy, Clayton Johnson, Arnold Barnes, the third. Good enough there? Uh, that that that's a small no. question mark. I, I think Celestine's I think those guys are all good. The one thing that that I don't know if you don't have, and you had with Tajay Spears, is you had a home run hitter. Yeah, Tajay Spears. The last check his numbers out. The Phenomenal. last six games, incredible player of 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 last year. He was out of his mind. No good. doubt. Okay. Yep. All right. Defense. 
defensive line or front, if you will. You know, Adonis Frelo, Patrick Jenkins, Keith Cooper, Darius Hodges. Good there? Yes. Agreed. Yeah, I agree. Uh, linebacker spot, you know, Corey Platt, Jesus Machado. You know, you've got Tyler Grubbs coming in, big addition. Oh, yeah, he had a great spring. He looked terrific. He's good, man. Yeah, he looked really good. Yep, like that too. Okay, yep, corner cornerback spot. You know, Lance Robinson, Jarius Monroe, are both back. Okay. Yep. You got A.J. Hampton coming in. Like those guys, man. Yep, I do too. Safety spot. You got Cam Tennisclaw. You got D.J. Douglas. You got Despani. You got Darius Swanson. Good enough there. Mm. We'll see there. Yeah, I, think I mean, yeah, yeah. Okay. I think they're okay. Yeah, we'll uh, see. Kicking yeah. game. You got Valentino Ambrosio and Casey Glover. Both are back. Well, they're good there. It's good. All right. So, you know, bottom line, good team. Yeah. Bottom line, you know, you got a nice team. In the, it would be I nice mean, to see them beat Ole Miss. Yeah. I mean, especially when they got whacked by them two years ago. Yeah, long. that was. They, no, they had, I know that was after Ida. Right. They had a, a huge weather delay, but yep. still it was ugly. So I think that is a huge game for this organization, and I think you're going to see a lights-out effort from Tulane. I do, day. too. Yeah. But I think those first three games, South Alabama will be tough, them. and Southern Miss on the road will be tough. So those first three games will tell much, as I've continuously said. We'll take a brief time out, 504-260-1061. We'll talk to LSU next year on the 3 Tailgater Show, live from Francesca's by Katie's at 515 Harrison Avenue here on Nash Icon 1061 FM and at NashFM1061.com. Inside New Orleans, if it's New Orleans sports, culture, food. Inside New Orleans with Eric Asher is talking about it. Weekdays at 4 on 1061 Nash Icon and available online anytime at NashFM1061.com. With over 15 acres of cars and trucks at the Lamarck Automotive Complex, there must be a reason. Buying a new car shouldn't be complicated. That's why our expert staff is here to help. I've been selling new Ford cars and trucks since 1970. That's over 50 years. Wow, there must be a reason. With your lifestyle and budget in mind, our finance team works hard to be the best in the business. Only at Lamarck Ford, at the Lamarck Automotive Complex. There must be a reason. When the final horn blows at the Allstate Sugar Bowl, the action is just beginning as another jam-packed year of Sugar Bowl activity lies just ahead. With over 55 annual events, including all Louisiana high school state championships, the Sugar Bowl support of amateur athletics adds up to big fun and big dollars for our economy. From the Crescent City Classic to lacrosse, sailing, basketball, and more, the Sugar Bowl has something for most everyone. For more on the great things the Sugar Bowl is doing, log on to AllstateSugarBowl.org. Sponsored by Allstate, Taco Bell, and Dr. Pepper. Ken Trahan here with Scott Craig of Francesca by Katie's Deli Pizzeria, 515 Harrison Avenue in Lakeview. We both love high school sports and the St. Louis Cardinals. That's a big amen. And we both love great food and a great location. That's a bigger amen. Francesca by Katie's has it all. That includes daily specials, building your own sandwiches and pizzas, delicious burgers, scrumptious salads, and a kid's menu. Francesca by Katie's is also host of Ken Trahan's Original Prep Football Report. We love supporting our area schools. It's a shame not everybody can go to Brother Martin. Or Rommel. If you don't come, you're to blame. You'll be glad you came. Francesca by Katie's, 515 Harrison Avenue in Lakeview. If you want to be treated right, you go to Bergeron. Bergeron will give you the best deal. You just know you can trust these people. They're from here. They get me. You know, buying a car doesn't have to be a scary experience. It's anything but a Bergeron. Everybody knows that. Everybody. I grew up with a Bergeron. I went to school with a Bergeron. This is the fourth car I've bought from here. That makes me a Bergeron. I'm a Bergeron. I'm a Bergeron. I'm a bourgeois. Get out of here. I'm a Bergeron. Everybody knows a Bergeron. Bergeron Automotive on Veterans in Metairie. This is Kevin Mamahat. For most of us, the largest single purchase we'll ever make is when buying a home. 
That's why thousands of homeowners each year choose to protect their largest investment with Rhino Shield. Rhino Shield is the only international architectural ceramic coating that gives residential and commercial owners peace of mind. Along with our 25-year warranty, our ceramic coating reflects the ultraviolet rays we experience here in Louisiana, Mississippi, and Alabama, keeping your home cooler with less strain on your air conditioner. And it's more affordable than you think. So give us a call for your free estimate, 504-407-2222, or visit rhinoshieldmidsouth.com. Call now, and you can get the guaranteed protection of Rhino Shield for 20% off the regular price, 407-2222, or visit rhinoshieldmidsouth.com. Don't paint, don't Rhino, go Rhino Shield. Never paint your house again, Rhino Shield. Top service, locally owned, outstanding deals, conveniently located, professionals motivated to sell where the customer comes first. That describes the experience at Premier Automotive Group, where you'll find the best prices anywhere on Toyota, Honda, Nissan, and Kia. Premier Automotive offers a warranty for life on its vehicles and a money-back guarantee. Visit my friend Troy Duhon in one of his outstanding dealerships. Toyota of New Orleans, I-10 Service Road near Bullard in New Orleans East. Premier Honda at the I-10 Service Road at Bullard. Premier Nissan at Veterans and Metairie, and Premier Kia at Veterans and Kenner. Many times during these last few years, it's been quite easy for all of us to be discouraged at times. <laughs> Boy, I can tell you about that. But one thing I have learned, there is an answer that will keep us strong during trying times. This is Michael Green with a LifeGate word of encouragement. In one of the parables, Jesus tells the story of a seed that was planted into soil. And he said, and immediately the evil one came to steal that seed. Well, as you read it a little bit further, you realize the seed is the word of the Lord. Hebrews 4 tells us the word of the Lord is quick, powerful, and sharp. That's the key. That's the secret. And during these trying times, I don't see how we can survive without the word of the Lord in our hearts. Protect the word. Read the word. Stay in the word. That will keep you strong. Join me and Linda this Sunday at LifeGate. We start at 10 o'clock. We're at 1317 Butternut Avenue in Metairie. Or check us out on Facebook, LifeGate Church Ministries. Join us at LifeGate, where the priority is the word. Call an audible, throw a flag, call a technical, review an instant replay, it's all good. Go for it now on the Three Tailgaters Show on 1061 Nash Icon, NashFM1061.com, and through CrescentCitySports.com. Call now at 504-260-1061. LSU Tigers, of course, getting ready for their opener with Florida State Live on WGNO, which means that'll be working a lot. Well... You know, it's going to be a great night. I'm looking forward to it, and we're already planning for it. And um, our pregame show will start at 5.30, and then at 6.30 the game. And then at um, – And then your postgame yeah, show post -game will last till 3 in the morning? Until 3 in the morning. No, it'll be on for an hour. But you know what? I love, I love doing the postgame show. Okay. Okay, because it's, it's almost a replica of radio with a little video. Okay? It's as long a lot as of fun. they win. Yeah, well, it is. But you know what? Let me – Scott, I – I understand what you're saying. I don't necessarily disagree. But let me tell you one of the greatest shows we ever had there, in my opinion. When was and I there? It had nothing to, nothing to do, nothing to no, do with mind. JT or I. You, you weren't there okay, either. Okay, well, then. But nothing to do, and JT and I were doing the show. When LSU lost Wisconsin oh, in ooh. 2016, Unbelievable. we had the game on ABC because I was getting texted by all kind of people. How come you're not at Lambeau Field? 
Well, I'm back. I'm back in New Orleans doing a studio show. But I gave out my email address, which is very simple, ed at WGNO.com. And that's when they lost Wisconsin, and that was the beginning of the end, really, for Les, who was retained at the, you know, the year before, at the end of the year. Mm-hmm. And holy smoke, we could have gone on for seven hours with all the emails and texts yeah. over, over what happened that day in, in Green Bay. And Kurt Sprang, I think, was up there uh, doing a, a fan piece for us. I think it was Kurt. And the fans were so angry. So my point is, it was, it was, it was angry LSU people, but it was great television. Yeah. All right. And they provided it because because of how mad they were. It was palpable. You could feel it. You know, it was incredible. I remember listening to the radio after the old Miss debacle in 09. Oh, my God. It was hysterical listening to people call into that show because we were driving back to uh, to Memphis. We yeah. were staying in Memphis. Right. And we were at that game. And just listening to the negativity and the people. Right. Well, <laughs> you're I, right. Those are I the best in, shows. I, I was watching a game on television, my big screen in, in the den that Kenny's watched games with me there. I'm watching a game on television. And I said some things that day that I wasn't proud of, okay? And I went in the bathroom <laughs> to say it, okay? And then I came back out about a minute later. And my wife was like, Ed, why are you so angry? <laughs> and I was like, did you see what just happened? Oh, my goodness. Oh, my God. Yeah. What a disaster. And then, and, then, and then in Auburn, six years later or seven years later, it repeats itself in a way uh, yep. mm-hmm. by not snapping the ball with one second left on the clock yeah. when they said it. That was last. And they, oh, remember oh my they, God. He that was last. a touchdown pass, and they, they, dis, they, they disallowed it. Dis- 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 and you know what? Here's the thing. And he got away with it in the yeah. national championship right. season against Auburn. And, and remember and course, that? Yeah. Right. And of course, Barely got away with it. We're driving home the next Idiot. day. Robert O'Shields and I are driving mm-hmm. home from Auburn the next day. We went to stay at a hotel in Montgomery, and then we're driving home. And... That's when Les was fired. Yeah. And, and I told Robert the night before, I said, you know, Les is in a really good mood. At least he's faking it, okay? Yeah. After something like this, I think he knows something. And sure enough, the next day. He was canned. He was canned. See you later. See you later. I mean, I think he knew he was gone. All right, about uh, four minutes or so here, maybe five. Oh, Wide receiver position, LSU. Kyron Lacey, Brian Thomas Jr., Malik Neighbors. Chris Hilton, you throw in the youngsters, you know, Shelton, Sampson, Kai Prane, and, of course, Aaron Anderson. You like that spot? Loaded. Like it, Ed? I like it a lot, and I, I want to see what An- Aaron Anderson can do as a kick returner. Me too. That yeah. would be a big addition big to that. Addition. He can yep. do what we think he can do as a kick right. returner. Right, and, and, and I've been asked about that. I, I do a radio show with Buddy Sanji in Baton mm-hmm. Rouge on Thursday. Now, one thing that I would say is that some guys – can be can put by, be put back there and return kicks. Yeah. But there's only a handful of guys on the planet, all right, that to me look very comfortable doing it. All right. Right. And can break them. He can do it. Right. And he can do it. Yeah. All right. So offensive line, the tackles we know: Emory Jones, Will Campbell, uh, guards: Miles Frazier, Charles Turner the third, uh, Charles Turner at center, I should say, Miles Frazier, and one guard: Garrett Dellinger at the other guard. I like their starters. I'm just not sure they have much depth. Well, that's part of the reason why they did what they did in the spring. So, um, yeah. Well, Lance I mean, Hurd's going to be really good. 
Yeah, they got. I mean, Lance. They got to develop Lance Hurd. They got to develop Tyree Adams. Yes. Those are the guys that they've got to develop. But the good thing about it is, is that before Will Campbell and perhaps Emory Jones as well are both number one picks in the NFL, yes. both first round picks in the NFL, they're going to have the opportunity to develop those guys because they still have another year each. Yeah, they 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 have two more years. Mason right. Taylor, a tight end. He was really good last year, right? They're you got to like Mason Taylor. Absolutely. Okay, so they, they right. brought in a couple of guys there. They're yep. young behind Matt Markway them. is a guy Matt that they like. a guy to watch, obviously. Yes. Hampton. Or, yeah. right. uh, running back position, depth, depth, depth. They got five guys there. If yep. you count John Emery, you got Goodwin. Of course, you got Josh Williams, Noah Kane, and then Logan Diggs, who Logan Diggs. it looks like he's probably their best all-around guy that could play every down. Thoughts? Well, I like the I like the running backs. I like Logan Diggs because I think he gives you that 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 giddy up guy that you need. Yeah, he's oh, big. going to make him But you know what? Let me tell you. One of the favorite, one of my favorite guys I love watching play at LSU is a guy who's come from nowhere, and that's Josh Williams. He's been good. You just got to give that young man so much credit to be a to be a walk on. To me, yep. he is he is he is uh, hard. It's all he's, hard. He's a. I I I was watching. You know, I wanted to. I was I was home the other night and I couldn't go to sleep. Yep. And and I knew I had to get up at like six thirty, but it was like midnight, and I and I was like, you know what? I'm going to watch the LSU Alabama game again. And I and I want and, I, and it, you know, if you ever want to get in a good mood, watch that game. Okay. So I'm watching the LSU Alabama game, and I watch Josh Williams run through a tackle on a third and seven and make a make a key first down late in the game. And I was like, you know what? You just got to love that guy. He's yeah, a good he's player. Great. All right. Awesome. You know, he breaks tackles. He's a great player. Quarter, quarterback position, we all agree. That's that's their top two guys as good as uh, any combination in the SEC, right? I'm just hoping it doesn't go to his head because he's getting a lot of national attention. And Don't I, think it will. I don't either. Yeah. I think he's don't the only think type of kid. I really I don't. Think, I think what, what you see is what you – and, and you know what? Again, looking at that Alabama game, he did a great job. He made some really huge plays in that yep. game. Some throws. That 30-yard run he made in the fourth quarter. He won the game. Was, was it, but, but not the one in overtime. The one that set up their set last up touchdown, touchdown yeah. was a great play. But the one thing that Jaden Daniels did that I thought was incredibly impressive was he didn't throw the ball up for grabs, even though he was under pressure. Yep. And he also kept them out of a lot of negative plays. Yep. And I don't think he gets enough credit for the mental side of the game and its field presence and the way he plays the game with composure. I think he's really good. All right, a quick look at the defense, about a minute and a half here. That's it. Savion Jones, Makai Wingo, Mason Smith up front. Great to have Smith back. Wingo's really good. Jones is really good. It's all about depth there. I like their defensive line. I think they'll be fine with depth. Their jack position, you know, they got Ohufo. You got Harold Perkins, who's elite. You got Omar Spites. And linebacker, too. Of course, just having Perkins makes that a good position. Greg Penn is there. Greg Penn is really looking good. Mm-hmm. And, uh, All right. Secondary. Again, safety looks fine to me. When you got Major Burns and Greg Brooks, I think you're fine there. The question is cornerback. You're bringing in transfers. Are they good enough there? I mean, I, it's a DB. Are see. they good enough? These are guys coming well, in from other programs. And we'll the see guy, game one. Yeah. The guy that they got, where did they get him from? The transfer who's really good at Joviano and Chestnut are the guys. Chestnut is a guy yeah. who has who has excellent excellent stats at his last school. Mm-hmm. And I think that's a guy that you really need to keep an eye on. Gonna need him. Uh, goes without saying, a very important, but again, what's the LSU ceiling? I think if they beat Florida State, they're a double digit wean team. I think if they beat Florida State, they win ten or more. If they don't, yeah. 
See you, sure. see you November 4th, uh, about start. four and a half hours from here. I think you know where, where I'm talking about. I think I know about. where you're talking about. I've been about. there several times. Yeah, it, it, i tell you what, I enjoyed the trip in 2019, the yeah, and yeah. I enjoyed the trip in 2011. I enjoyed both of I those I didn't enjoy the lot. trip in 12. All right. All right, uh, we got to take a timeout, and I'll be back to put a wrap on things in a moment here on 106.1 FM Nash Icon. When the final horn blows at the Allstate Sugar Bowl, the action is just beginning as another jam-packed year of Sugar Bowl activity lies just ahead. With over 55 annual events, including all Louisiana high school state championships, the Sugar Bowl support of amateur athletics adds up to big fun and big dollars for our economy. From the Crescent City Classic to lacrosse, sailing, basketball, and more, the Sugar Bowl has something for most everyone. For more on the great things the Sugar Bowl is doing, log on to AllstateSugarBowl.org. Sponsored by Allstate, Taco Bell, and Dr. Pepper. If you want to be treated right, you go to Bergeron. Bergeron will give you the best deal. You just know you can trust these people. They're from here. They get me. You know, buying a car doesn't have to be a scary experience. It's anything but a Bergeron. Everybody knows that. Everybody. I grew up with a Bergeron. I went to school with a Bergeron. This is the fourth car I've bought from here. That makes me a Bergeron. I'm a Bergeron. I'm a Bergeron. I'm a bourgeois. Get out of here. I'm a Bergeron. Everybody knows a Bergeron. Bergeron Automotive on Veterans in Metairie. Cashback is not available on gas in New Jersey and Wisconsin. Susan, I'm sorry I'm late. Traffic is terrible. It sure is. But on top of that, gas prices have been skyrocketing. I can't believe how expensive gas has gotten recently. Prices at the pump are up, but I never pay full price for gas anymore. I just use the free Upside app that pays you cash back for every gallon of gas you buy. Wait a minute. Are you saying you actually get paid cash when you buy gas with the Upside app? Yes, I get real cash back every time I buy gas. Does that actually add up to anything? I've made around $200. Wow, that's serious extra cash. I'm downloading the free Upside app now. Download the free Upside app to earn real cash back every time you buy gas. Use promo code SAVE for an extra 25 cents per gallon cash back on your first fill-up. You can cash out anytime right to your bank account, to PayPal, or any gift card for Amazon and other brands. Just download the free Upside app and use promo code SAVE for a 25 cents per gallon bonus on your first tank. That's code SAVE for 25 cents per gallon cash back on your first First Philip. Last chance today. Call the Three Tailgater Show at 260-1061. Back to Ken Trahan and Ed Daniels. Welcome back to the show as we close things out today. Want to remind you that I'll be back with you Monday night with All Access Sports Talk at 6 p.m. following Inside New Orleans with Eric Asher at 4 p.m. Edward, busy time, busy week, back to covering the Saints, college football kicking off, ready to go, right? Yep. You know, it's that time of year. We're excited about it, very excited about it, and uh, lots going on and wouldn't want to be doing anything else. All right, about 20 seconds last time Friday Night Football begins. August 18th, which is what, 20 days from now? Yep. Oh, boy. There we go. And the original begins on September the 1st. Here on 106.1 FM. And, of course, we'll carry Friday Night Football at 11 p.m. each and every Friday night as well. Ed, always a pleasure. Thanks for joining us this morning. See you next week. Okay, buddy. Look forward to it. Thanks to Rudy Dixon, our producer. Thanks to Scott Craig from Francesca's. Ken Trahan saying thank you for joining us and be a good sport. God bless you one and all. We are rounding third and heading home. So long. Thanks for
for listening to the Three Tailgaters Show on 1061 Nash Icon and at NashFM1061.com. The Three Tailgaters Show was presented by CrescentCitySports.com, the best sports site in Louisiana. The Three Tailgaters Show is also presented by the Allstate Sugar Bowl, representing the best of amateur athletics, and by Francesca's by Katie's in New Orleans, featuring St. Louis-style food with a New Orleans flair. The Three Tailgaters were also brought to you by Lamarck Ford and Lamarck Lincoln, by LifeGate Church in Metairie, by Rhino Shield Mid-South, Bergeron Automotive in Metairie, by Premier Automotive throughout the New Orleans area, John Curtis Christian School in River Ridge, Life Resources Ministries, and by the RNL Carriers New Orleans Bowl. Promotional consideration is provided by Central City Barbecue on South Rampart Street, Venezia Restaurant on North Carrollton Avenue, Two Tony's Restaurant at West End, Fury's Restaurant in Metairie, Perrin's Restaurant in Harahan, Reginelli's Pizzeria with locations throughout the metro area, Yield College Inn on Carrollton Avenue, Messina's at the Terminal and Runway Cafe at Lakefront Airport. By Copeland's of New Orleans in Kenner at the Esplanade Mall. Desi Vega's Seafood and Steakhouse in Metairie. Chateau Cafe with locations in New Orleans and Kenner. Moe's Pizza in West Wego. Hooters Restaurants in Metairie and Gretna. Geo's Pizza and Spaghetti House in Metairie. Hobnobber Cafe in Metairie. Fat Boy's Pizza on Metairie Road. By Mike Sirio's Pull Boys and Deli on St. Charles Avenue by That's Amore Pizzeria in Metairie, Bears Pull Boys on Causeway Boulevard at Metairie Road, Fury's Restaurant on Martin Berman in Metairie, and by Sunray Grill in Gretna. Tune in next Saturday at 10 a.m. for the next edition of the Three Tailgaters Show on 106.1 FM Nash Icon, NashFM1061.com, and through CrescentCitySports.com. Casting from the Dudley DeBosier Studios. Can't wait for a